early voting is actually looking really good for Republicans right now. And that's probably a meaningless statement because no one knows what's going on. There's probably been a massive party realignment. But in battleground states for the Senate, Republicans are currently leading. It doesn't also that doesn't mean a whole lot because individually, there's some states doing really well, some states where the Democrats are actually doing really well. And then when it comes to the battleground states for the presidency, Republicans are actually doing really well. Now, they are losing, but everyone expected a more massive turnout for Democrats. So it's actually really close. No one knows what's going to happen. The pollsters are convinced. And I just got to say, if it turns out that Donald Trump is actually on track to win and he actually does win, each and every one of these pollsters, you're fired. There's no way they have any credibility left after two separate elections (laughs) where they just flubbed everything. But we got a bunch to talk about. We got like rappers endorsing Trump and then like swearing at Trump. And it's just kind of weird. So uh, and then there's some breaking news. Apparently, they found a suspicious package outside of the confirmation hearing of Amy Coney Barrett, which is basically happening right now. They're going to vote her in at some point during this show. So we'll definitely pull that up when it happens. But uh, we're hanging out. So, uh, of course, you know, Ian's chilling. What up? Guys, he's got a little sloth coffee going on. He does. Slow down. Slow down. Yeah. Uh, Lydia, of course, is producing. I'm back. I'm back from Colorado. And uh, it is it is my displeasure to unfortunately state that Seamus is here again. You know what? You're no picnic either, Tim. (laughs) Oh wow. uh, I know. Exactly. This wasn't exactly my first choice for my Monday evening plan. We forced him to come. They literally forced me out here. You know, it's smoother. Your new haircut. Sorry to cut you off. Thank. I appreciate that. Um, (laughs) It's funny that the first time I ever came out here to work with Tim, they they flew me out first class. Yeah, man. And Did we? And, yeah, and then after, spending my money. Yeah, and then and I think after dealing with me, they're like, coach, oh, every time since. <laughs> like, there's no way. Welcome to the crew. <laughs> uh, so, you, uh, Seamus' is Freedom Tunes, I guess everybody knows that, right? I think so. Do they? I hope so. Freedom Tunes, YouTube slash Freedom Tunes, Yeah, right? YouTube.com slash Freedom Tunes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check Very out my Very funny stuff. Tunes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you just did this thing about the, the, the New York Post censorship. Yes. With Jack Dorsey, and he's like standing guard at a club. Yes. It's really, really funny. I just got to give the synopsis because i love it like there's this guy and he's basically like i got this really big story you know about the vice president's son and jack's all like well i can't just let can't anybody just in. let anybody in yeah. <laughs> we're very careful on twitter.com about who we actually let post on our platform because oh, we want to really? be responsible but my favorite part is when a guy in a straight jacket runs up screaming the russians <laughs> are everywhere thank you trump is a russian and he's like right this way sir and he lets him in <laughs> yeah could you imagine what it would be? oh i don't want to spoil the whole thing people should check it out you guys should check it out youtube.com slash freedom tunes watch some of my videos it's a funny one it's a it's buddy good. of mine suggested the idea to me and i was like yeah let's do it i think it's a good it way was, to tackle it was, the issue. it was well it was one it was of so it was much great fun. it was great Thank you. So uh, if you haven't already, smash that like button. Subscribe to the show Monday through Friday, live at 8 p.m. We're going to have a huge election night party. Yes. It was an accident. I wasn't actually planning it. I'm stoked. But every time we have like a guest in the past two weeks, I've been like, what are you doing for election night? You should just like come hang out. And now we have like 20 of our past guests are all going to be kidding me. So great. Yeah. I thought I was special. They nah. invited me. Like you should come out the week before oh, the election. We, well, we got the election. So like you could like do the show for election night. It'll be crazy. We had to lie to everybody. And you're the special one. Yeah. Yeah. You had to lie People to- <laughs> only want to hear you, Seamus. I know. You had to lie to everyone and tell them I wasn't going to be there. Or else there's no way to show up. Yeah. Dude, you could have just invited me and like given me a week to just watch everyone's videos so I could just do impressions of them and you wouldn't have to fly them out and then what we'll do is we'll be like oh no oh no it's a camera glitch our microphones are still working but but <laughs> ben shapiro is here and jordan <laughs> peterson here it's like I, I don't know if donald trump isn't it interesting that jordan peterson came back right before the election yeah. how's that so gonna affect yeah, what yeah. is he gonna do you think he's gonna come and he can't vote right he's canadian, he's canadian. Oh, yeah. canadians don't have any rights no, here don't. Yeah, yeah, no. to vote. we don't let they. them do that but nor he should they get, like a million all canada has is syrup mines that's their entire economy did you did you know that they have a strategic maple syrup reserve 
do. I would believe that. And it there was so there cool. was a there was a great maple syrup heist. Mm-hmm. Not, what? Not, not even kidding. Yep. Yeah, totally. For yep. real. What happened? Like some dudes were like for over a long period of time, I guess, were siphoning off yeah. their ma- their strategic maple millions. syrup reserves, like millions of dollars worth of maple syrup. Whoa. Sometimes you just lean into the stereotype. That's true. But that, that's I'm, what happened. You have There's to. A, look, man. There's some stereotypes exist for a reason. Yep. Isn't the saying? And none of the Irish stereotypes are true. That's I find. true. I don't think I have any family members who drink too much. Yeah. I don't think I've ever known any uh, Irish Catholics or Irish I, people I, who had uh, a lot of kids. I unfortunately I'm, I'm being facetious. Oh, okay. Irish people, <laughs> Irish people, Irish Americans um, do uh, probably drink and fight more than the average person. Hash, I'm canceled. Hashtag I'm canceled. Yeah. Also, go, go, go to the, being go from the Chicago, Chicago area. Yeah, exactly. So side, my entire yeah. family's from the, the south side of Chicago and I love them to death. But we moved out to the suburbs when I was a kid, but we'd be out there all the time, and it's where the entire extended family was. Dude, and yeah, dude, Irish dude, Catholic dude. Chicagoans are an interesting. Do you, do you know what happened when these far left protesters went through the Irish neighborhood in Chicago? <laughs> the they, Irish- they got beat up. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. It's not, it was it was the NATO protest in 2012. I was there, and I knew once they started marching. I think it was like South Halstead. I was like, oh no. <laughs> like oh boy. this is not going to go off. There was like some old dude who was like sixty something, like missing teeth, and he pulls his shirt off, and he oh, was. Of course he does. They were Jacked. livid. They were like, "Get out of our neighborhood!" Yeah. and started just punching people. And they were like, "Why is he attacking us?" I'm like, "Dude, you're marching through his neighborhood at night, screaming." Like, yeah, these it, people don't care about your politics, man. He came out and whipped his butt with a can of old style in his hand. That's awesome. Dude, mm, the, old the, style. Yeah, <laughs> like these people don't realize when it comes to actual like lower class white people. They won't stand for this privileged upper crust, you know, no, far left no protests. lower class like people at all. If you talk to black people, almost like the vast majority of black people I've met in Grand, like I live in the South, I live in Georgia, but they tend not to have left leaning uh, political views. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like the idea that um, everyone has just totally adopted or every group that the left claims to advocate for has adopted their socially progressive worldview is completely Dude. insane. I saw uh, uh, I think I think Lauren Southern posted this on Instagram. And it was like, I don't know, I think it was in the UK, the, the proportion of political factions and how much they post, and the progressive left is more than half of all wow. social posts. Wow. And then each other faction was under 10%. <laughs> yep. With like conservatives at like 7%. Wow. Yeah. Well, it is, isn't it interesting how we define conservative, though, to be all of those other factions? If you're well, they part actually, of anything other than the this, progressive this, left, you're conservative. This graph actually had a bunch of different things in it. Mm-hmm. There was like oh, I know, believe pragmatic it. moderate, and there was like yes. traditional liberal and stuff. Yes. But, but it was progressive left, 55%. Everyone else was like, wow. Five. No, one hundred percent. I just think it's interesting that in common parlance, conservative is usually referred uh, used to refer to any of the groups that you mentioned, aside from the progressive left, like moderate progressives are, you know, are referred to as conservatives. Or, you know, you know what I think liberals. is really really funny about the U.S. though is that like the left is defined by the most extreme of the left by uh-huh. choice, like by their choice. Yeah, that's so true. like if if you have me and I'm like I am pro-choice and I believe in a progressive tax, mm-hmm. then. What? Amy Coney Barrett has officially been confirmed. Beautiful. Oh, you heard it here first. Beautiful. Yes. My prayers have been answered. It's yes, fantastic. Thank All right, God. so anyway. she's going to the Supreme Court. Thank yeah, God. Wow. That's man. amazing. That's that is really incredible. I'm, happy I'm very happy to hear that. Me yeah. Too. So I, what are they, anyway. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Should we talk about that? I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. Well, so, so actually, actually, this is a good segue. We'll, yeah. we'll do this because we'll talk about the suspicious package, I guess. Not yes. that it matters all that much, but it, it goes into what I'm saying about this extremism from, from yeah. the left. Like, if a lot of these people on the left, view the left and right as defined by status quo versus the revolution, like from a French revolution perspective. Yes. Who's for the status quo. So therefore, they're like, Tim Pool's obviously right wing. He likes the system. He's a reformer liberal. It's like, well, I mean, that's correct. I am a, yeah, I am a liberal and I'm for reforming. But in terms of their view of having a revolution, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. 
because mm-hmm. I am not for their revolution. I, they're weirdos. So then what happens is you get someone like Bernie Sanders who's like, we're going to vote. We're going to change the system. And they're like, true. capitalist, nationalist, <laughs> you're not left wing. I, I kid you not. They've called Bernie Sanders right wing. Are they calling him that? There That's was there, there was a post. Me. There was a post on uh, the World Socialist website that called Bernie Sanders a nationalist capitalist. I what? Remember. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Like, <laughs> it's not left. Listen, listen, listen. If left and right are defined by who's in favor of the revolution, what happens if you're on the left, but then you like demand a revolution of the left? So you're even further left. Oh, wow. Now the far left is right to you. Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. Well, I don't know if you know this, Tim, but Bernie Sanders is actually a moderate. You know that in Europe, you'd be considered right wing. <sighs> yeah, I'm so, dude, I cannot stand that. It's like, yes, all right, yes, left and right are subjective. There is not like a set definition that we've stuck with from the French Revolution with respect to policy positions that have carried over since then. But yeah, the left and right shift in your nation, and it happens to be the case that Bernie Sanders is pretty far to the left in the United States. He's he's almost as far it, left as you can go on the economic scale. Yeah, he's exactly. in favor of wor- the worker controlling the means of production yeah well and this is also funny they do this thing where they'll look at european politics and say that if we want to be more objective we should define our political spectrum in relationship to theirs and they'll be like oh well like in europe this is actually a moderate policy x y and z but like nobody in europe uh has any policies or at least most countries in europe do not have policies on abortion which are as left-wing as the democratic parties is so there's there's this graph I like to show of the Democrats moving super far left and the Republicans staying where they are. It comes from the New York Times, yeah. an article called What Happened to Our Political Center of Gravity. But they did this clever thing where you see the Democrats go super far left, but then they're just over a black line that says median party. And so when leftists see this, they're like, wow, so the Democrats are center left. That's funny. And Republicans are far right. It's like, no, 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 no. They're left of the average European party. And Europe is very far left. Yeah, exactly. So that means we are more far left than Europe. Yeah. Um, or the Democrats. Or are. the Democratic Party. I was yeah. thinking about like the way an atom works with like the heavy center and then the electron. And the proton is much heavier than the electron, but they have equal magnetic charge. So it's kind of like the right is like 90 plus percent of the population now because this far left Mm -hmm. is so radical and all over the place. They have relatively equal magnetic charge because of social media, like equal amounts of influence, it seems like, even though there's so many few, so much fewer people on the left. I would actually disagree. I think it's the opposite. I think that it's always been the case that most people have had pretty like socially conservative or uh, maybe even libertarian views, but the mainstream media has always been left wing or center left. And so once social media came about and you actually had people who were voicing opinions that didn't necessarily conform to the status quo of the dominant media culture, right wing views started getting more airtime. And this is why they say things like social media is biased towards the right, because while on social media, you can actually see a right wing perspective. Right, 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 right. They're, they're surprised to see it. Yeah. But I think what you're talking about, that power that the left has is because Wall Street is literally supporting it. Yeah. So I, I use Wall Street as kind of a catch-all term for the tech billionaires, the media billionaires, and literal Wall Street. big the Wall Street big cuts, the kings the of Saudi so, Arabia. Yeah. So, so, who, so, who else is funding it? So how is it? You know, Bernie Sanders is like you got to vote Biden, <laughs> vote, vote for the guy who's being funded by Wall yeah, Street. Yes. It's insane. It's completely insane. The fact that, like, and Joe Biden was playing so friendly with all of the people. I'm sorry, not Joe Biden, but Bernie Sanders would play so friendly with all the people who he said were part of the establishment. It's like, all right, you're telling me that this establishment literally exists to screw the poor over and help the rich. And you're like calling Joe Biden your friend. You're saying that you like Elizabeth Warren, that she's a decent person. How do you expect anyone to take you seriously? Dude, 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 don't you get it? Bernie was only complaining because it was sour grapes. Elizabeth Warren was worth, what, five million bucks? Mm. Uh, uh, the Bidens are worth, I think, like 16 million. Pelosi with her husband worth like 200. And so there's Bernie 
with his humble 174K <laughs> and he was, you know, living in his little, little Vermont house. And then all of a sudden people started saying, we like this guy. They bought his book. He became a millionaire. And all of a sudden his millionaire buddies were like, come on, come on. Well, and he was like, okay, okay, I'm in the club. I'm in the club. Tim, if you wrote a best-selling book, you could be a millionaire too. Is that, that's what he said, that's right? That's what he said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I don't think it's that. I just, I he's still a love Bernie. He's isn't he? He's hysterical. I think that it's because he hates Trump. And he's, and he's nah. so, S- got TDS no, so hard, nope. I don't which think is so. sad, but that's nope. what I think it is. No, nope. because here's the thing. Uh, this is a cliche. I understand that this is sort of the conventional wisdom at this point, and everyone said this, but if there was a candidate who actually had a, uh, could stand a chance to go up against Trump, I do think it would be Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I think working class people actually like Bernie Sanders in a way that they don't most of the other candidates that the left was trying to put up. Five years ago. You think five years ago? Five years ago. I don't think Bernie would have won against Trump, but I I think he would have stood a better chance than like Biden. Five years ago, Bernie Sanders said in an interview with Vox, he was asked about open borders and he said, that is a Koch brothers proposal. Yeah. Why we are not for open borders. Now he's on the stage being like, we got to decriminalize all border crossings, (laughs) free health care. And then, dude, the billionaires are bad, but not the ones funding Joe Biden. He's yeah. all right. Yeah, exactly. Trump is a billionaire. He's bad. Well, back then, he was also saying millionaires are bad because he wasn't I one know. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now, now, now he's a millionaire. Now it's just the billionaires. What happens when he becomes a billionaire? He's going to be like, trillionaires like Jeff Bezos cannot run this country. It's <laughs> yep. ridiculous. Yep. It's funny because, uh, so Joe Biden gets gets more donations from higher income zip codes than yeah, Donald Trump does. that's true. And I read that the other day. he's yeah. raising tons of money. From high, like very, very wealthy billionaire investors. How are we in? This is the craziest thing to me. I'm talking to some of these leftists. Sometimes I'll tweet them and stuff. And I'm like, I don't understand how you guys found yourselves on the side of the billionaires. Like Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg. Literal billionaires. And you're like, well, I think they're all right. And I'm just like, I'm asking some of these people, do me a favor. Like, you don't like Trump, right? Okay, that's fine. You don't have to like Trump. Can you say Trump is bad? Joe Biden is bad. I'll do it first. Trump is bad. Joe Biden is bad. Your turn. Mm-hmm. And they won't do it. They won't yeah. do it. How How is the revolution on the side of the like conglomerates, the international interests, the corporations, the billionaires, the crony establishment politicians? It's, it's almost like it actually has nothing to do with helping the poor. It's almost as if the Democratic Party has no interest in that at all. And it's just about getting their own radically left-wing political agenda across that just happens to be trendy with the intellectual elite, including most tech millionaires and billionaires. This is the weird thing. Like, what are Republicans doing? To, to be fair, this yeah. is this was interesting. No, no, no. Jake Tapper and Wolf Blitzer were just ragging on Nancy Pelosi because the Republicans have conceded on the COVID relief bill. This yeah. is the this is the mind blowing thing. I have to now. I used to say like, you know what? I don't know what the Republicans are doing. I think they're trash the same. You know, like mm-hmm. the, it's rhinos and dinos. It's these people who want to get in office. Just give me the power. I'll do whatever I want. I'm yeah. not a fan of that. I'm not a big fan of Republican policy for the most part, even when they when they do actually meet it. But I like principle. Yeah. Now I'm like talking to my family. I'm like, they're like, what are the Republicans doing for us? Well, well actually, the Republicans just like caved to the Democrats on all the COVID stuff to get the bill passed so that 25 million Americans can get their unemployment benefits mm-hmm. in this crisis. And Nancy Pelosi said no. And it was so bad. Wolf Blitzer called her out. Members of her I own party that. called I her out. I saw that. Jake yeah. Tapper just called her out. Wow. Jake Tapper said, it seems like the Republicans have moved your way on this and you should, you could take yes for an answer. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no, no. They're, they're moving the goalposts. They say we, we're doing it. They're doing it. And you've got actual Democrats. I think it was Mark Rose. He said, the Democrats need to learn how to declare victory and sort of walk away. You like walk away from this. They've won. Nancy Pelosi is like, here's the things we want. And Trump was like, okay, you got it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we don't really want it. 
Yeah, exactly. So, so now she's been holding up the whole time. And it's really messed up because I see I see some some resistance Democrats like really desperate. They hate Trump so much. And they're like, it's actually Trump's fault. This isn't getting passed. And then CNN is like, actually, it's the Democrats. And I'm like, dude, when CNN yeah. is on the side of the Republicans, it must be really bad. 100 percent. Really bad. That's the weirdest thing to me. It's the Republicans who are trying to help the poor. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah. I never thought I'd see that day. Well, yeah. I mean, again and again, I would, I'm no fan of the Republican Party. I would tend to argue that at least like the principles behind conservative thought tend to be better for poor people because I think the government's just done an abysmal right, job yeah. attempting to help them. But I, I totally get what you're saying. It's really sad with the first COVID relief bill. I'm not as familiar with the second one. So if you'd like to break that same down. One, that same be, one. Okay. Because the first Heroes one was Act. literally, well, but the first, uh, the first ballot was literally just a handout to the richest people in the country. For the the, the, one the, the first COVID wanted. relief bill, yeah. Well, oh, I, no, 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 no. I'm talking about the first ballot that right, they did right, several right. months ago. It right. was the largest transfer of wealth which has occurred in all of human history, and most of it went to the wealthiest people in the country and in mm-hmm. the world. Frankly, basically, they gave uh, the Federal Reserve, I believe, 450 billion dollars, so that they could leverage that to give out about 4.25 trillion in low interest loans to the largest companies in the country, and then small businesses had to go through the Small Business Administration, which got a total of 350 billion, and usually deals with about 30 billion dollars over the course of a year, and now had to give out 350 billion dollars over the course of several Dude. weeks. And so what happened was there was an insane amount of fraud. A lot of these small businesses didn't get the money. 60 percent of the businesses that closed during this lockdown are never going to reopen. But look what happened. The richest people in the country got these interest-free loans from the government, and now they're going to be able to buy up all of the assets of the small businesses that went under during COVID, and it's just going to be a massive consolidation of corporate power. And And that's what the Democrats and Republicans gave to us in response to a pandemic. And there's more. And there's more. The lockdowns destroyed the small businesses, and the big box stores and Amazon flourished, and their stock Mm -hmm. prices skyrocketed. So if you were a mom and pop shop that sold, you know, bikes, you're done. But Walmart, they're good. They can sell all the bikes in the world. A million percent. Now, we did see some stories where, like, in Michigan, they would put, like, plastic wrap up to block. It's like, you can't buy this. No one's allowed to buy these products. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. But what's crazy to me is how, I mean, and this is mostly a phenomenon of Democrat states with Democratic governors. The Republicans weren't really doing this for the most part. But you look at these movie theaters. They decided to just end the movie industry. That's really weird to me. Yeah. It's really, really weird. Like, even right now, movie theaters are shut down in some states for no reason. Mm. None. Why? It's almost like they were like, oh, yeah, movie theaters? I hate those. Just shut, <laughs> shut them down. They're gone. It's a weird arbitrary Recirculated thing. Recirculated air and dirty I'm, chairs? Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining, like, you know, you got, like, uh, what's, what's a good state? Uh, Phil Murphy in New Jersey, the governor. He's like, they're like, sir, which businesses should we shut down? And he, he remembers like when he was a little kid, like eating popcorn in a movie theater watching, you know, Ninja Turtles or something or what, I don't know, Star Wars. And then like some guy, some like older kid bullied him and pushed him down and they all laughed at him and spilled his food. And then he's like, no movie theaters. None of the girls, none of the girls he asked to go to the movies went with him. I was like, we're getting rid of the movie theaters. There's no reason. And that's what we got. The big box stores made billions in stock value Mm -hmm. the wealth of these people skyrocketed small mom and pop shops are gone yep and the craziest thing is it's the republicans who are saying that was a bad move yeah Mm -hmm. this is what's scary about the the democrats winning do you know about the great reset we've talked we talked about this a little bit earlier i don't think we had an in-depth conversation do you know about the great reset tell me can you can you google search great reset yeah i have an article i think i'll pull it up for you the World Economic Forum is basically saying that, like, COVID is an opportunity to reset global capitalism. Oh, wonderful. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Under intersectional values. That's good. Good. I'm really <laughs> glad to hear that. 
That's exactly. But I'm not. So <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm just. Gonna... I'm just joshing around. I'm very unhappy about that. It's funny because if they didn't put it on their website and I said this, they'd be like, "Temple's a crazy He's conspiracy crackpot." I'm still I'm saying like, it. Yep. It's I'm literally sure. just the. It's it's the like, the Great Reset. Here here you go. Oh, check it out. World man. Economic Forum. The Great Reset. Oh my god. There is check an, this. And, and, yeah, check. So there's an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of the COVID-19 crisis to improve the state of the world. The World Economic Forum is starting the Great Reset Initiative. It's kind of like an ominous name for oh, something. That's unbelievably creepy. I mean, how, and isn't, isn't there a fun irony in like people associating capitalism as it's referred to in this context to free markets, and yet this is literally the definition of a planned yep. economy? Like you cannot right. reset a market. That's not how it works. Well, yes. they have historically, the Greeks actually reset their economy when inflation got too crazy. They were just like, eh, and so did Venezuela. We're saying no to debt. <laughs> they reduced all the debt to zero and started over. Like, and could you and, imagine? And, and do you know what Venezuela what is, did? They issued a new currency. It was called like the Bolivar Fuerte. So they're the bank Venezuela. Oh, the Bank of International Settlements releasing crypto. I mean, they're basically going digital. I think I think I think this Bitcoin's going to become astronomically valuable. Like you you, you hear these people. I'm I'm, I'm not going to give a hard number because I'm not I don't know. But listen, I hear people saying like Bitcoin's going to hit 28K soon. And they're always giving these big numbers like Bitcoin's going to this going sky high. Bitcoin is an international trade medium, a digital asset that can be transferred instantly, and it's the perfect tool for a store of value, considering we're in digital spaces, we're doing things remote, we've locked everything down, and it can travel instantly across borders. And you can't print as much of it as you want. So no, it, exactly. It's, There's a it's, finite it's, amount. It's, it's, it's the perfect medium for some kind of international store of value. And I think with this great reset, whatever they end up doing with it, they're kind of vague, but they do talk about, you know, just like intersectionality. They have a bunch of articles. Oh, yeah, here's 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 a question uh, I have for you, Tim, based on what I'm reading on the World Economic Forum, which I assume would just be a, a solid resource for learning about econ. Yeah. Uh, what is intersectionality and how can it help businesses tackle diversity and inclusion? Exactly. What a great question. And here it is from the World Economic Forum website. Oh, cool. And she's Beautiful. painting her eyelids with rainbows. She's painting her eyelids with rainbows. Oh, God. <laughs> the diversity and inclusion battle will only be won when people are seen as multifaceted in their social identities. Intersectionality. Intersectionality, Intersectionality is a way of understanding how and why every individual's view of the world is different. From but disability, how different is it allowed to be? From disability to race very... to age inclusivity, none should be tackled in isolation. Inclusion means everyone all the time, not some people some of the time. I think it would be really great if they talked to the American intersectionals about, you know, white people, <laughs> yeah. because then they could hear this and be like, oh, wait, we're not supposed to treat people that way. It's your own ideology, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. So uh, this, th th this is the crazy thing is that we have these Democrats that are locking everything down. And I wonder to what extent... You have Democratic governors who like this idea of intersectionality, Black Lives Matter, and the Great Reset. And I wonder how much what, what they're doing may be motivated by the World Economic Forum talking about and wanting they, they to do mentioned it. age. So you think this is a bunch of 90-year-old wealthy people <laughs> yeah. that well, plan actually, on living until they're 6,000? And I they're mean, like, now's the time to get it in their yeah. minds. Speaking of age, though, uh, people talk about income inequality as though we just have these fixed brackets in the United States. But the reality is it's unbelievably fluid. And one of the number one drivers of income inequality is age. Like if you correct right. for age, yeah. income inequality, I wouldn't say entirely evens out, but it's reduced greatly. It's just people who work Dude. more and have worked for, you know, in, in their industry a longer amount of time and have more experience are just wealthier than people this, who have more this is actually wanted. this is actually crazy i was reading something about this it looks uh, i could be wrong i was just reading some stats it seems like wealth inequality among millennials is insane it's i can see it how so like there's a small tiny bit of millennials who are extremely wealthy and then the most are extremely poor like the the average I, th I think this is what i saw 
the average net worth of a, yeah, this is, okay. The average net worth of a millennial is $11,000, mm-hmm. but the median is 75000 Wow. What, what is the median exactly? How the does, median is just the middle from the highest to the lowest. Oh, okay. Not and the account av- for how many there and are? The, yeah. So the, and then the average is the like all wow. of them together divided. So the average is really low, but the median is like seven times higher. So there are millennials who are super wealthy, well off. I mean, maybe it's a YouTube YouTubers. Thing. It's just YouTubers. Think and about but the parents. only millennials making any money are well, YouTubers so, so, and everyone else is just screwed. Why, why is it that yeah. so many millennials are commies or socialists? That's true. That's why. This is yep. why. Because they're Makes poor. perfect sense. But dude, and then the small I, listen, percentage that are conservative are just the really rich ones who's yeah, like, oh, actually, okay. these principles make more sense. Or just yeah, exactly. having a net worth higher than $11,000. Yeah, that'll do I it. Mean, that'll think, make you not a communist is having a net worth more than $11,000. Well, think about if you inherit something from your parents, the family business, stake in the family business, you're already worth more yes so i i I, that's something we should probably look up i wonder if conservatives have a higher net worth than liberal millennials no doubt well i I know that surprised that it wasn't that way there was a video i did on this a while ago for the foundation for economic education which if you'd like we started a new youtube channel the foundation for economic education it's called common sense soapbox with seamus coglin but we did a video a while ago on income inequality and we also we did a video on um inheritance taxes and the way it shakes out, uh, inheritance taxes actually make income inequality worse because poor people are more likely to inherit their wealth or they inherit a larger oh, percentage of their wealth than do the rich. Wow. Yeah. Because why is that? But it's in a, uh, well, so a lot of, um, actually a lot of inherited wealth is like inherited businesses. So like farmland and such. And when you have an inheritance tax, like it really hurts farmers, the people producing our food who are exactly like who you don't want to hurt, but Mm -hmm. who for whatever reason, Marxists just have this tendency to screw over, which is one of the reasons their economies never work. But yeah, it just happens to be the case that um, poor people are more dependent upon intergenerational wealth than the rich are. And that's because the rich parent will make their kids wealthy before they die? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the explanation is. I just know it shakes out such that poor people inherit a larger percentage of their net worth than do the rich. I think that makes sense. Like the, yeah. the, the poor parents won't be able to give their kids anything until they right. die. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but think about what wealth is, right? So it, just, just because, oh, oh, let me stop. If a, if a poor person owns a house worth $50,000 in the middle of nowhere, yes. that means the wealth of the child is the $50,000. Yeah, exactly. Whereas somebody who earns their money is going to be worth way more than that right. if they become wealthy. So they're earning their income through industry, but the average person earns their value through being, having it passed down, mm-hmm. you know, generation to generation. So I'm, I'm actually, you know, th- th- this is why we have commies now. This is why millennials are all for Bernie and whatever, even though he's in favor of the billionaires or I guess they, and I, I, look, I, I, I gotta say, I don't blame all of the millennials. Some of them are more responsible than others. Yeah. But think about what happened to this generation. I remember when I was growing up, they said, go to college. And I said, why? And they said, so you can get a good job. And I said, why do I need a job? To make money. How, can't I just make money? Yeah. What? So I remember I read this article from an economist who said it's a terrible investment. Imagine going to an investor and saying, for $40,000, after four years, you will owe $40,000 plus interest. And they would laugh in your face. What mm-hmm. I have to show for it? Piece of paper. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I ultimately was like, I'm not going to do it. But millennials all go to college because their parents are like, you have to. And I've talked to a ton of my friends all throughout the years. And they keep saying, my parents are making me. And I'm like, dude, you're an adult. Like, you're, ni- you're 19 years old. And like, well, I live at home with my parents. They'll kick me out. So kick you. Go, go get a job. What are you doing? Well, this is interesting. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say that this is intentional. But the way it shakes out 
the entire student loan crisis, as well as the fact that college education is as expensive as it is, and the entire infrastructure we have built around higher education is a massive handout to the corporate world, because what a college degree allows you to do is is determine whether or not somebody would be a suitable worker for your company, so you don't really have to go through as much of a trial period with them. If someone has a degree, they probably are a more promising worker, but no, that person no, spent no, the money... No, no. I mean, this is what they are more so likely think, to hire people yeah. with degrees. Sure, yeah. sure, but I no, no, no. With I no, I one hundred percent agree yeah. that that logic can be flawed. But for the most part, employers do find knowing whether or not a person is college educated to be very useful in their um, desire to employ, and so they're almost like these litmus tests that people are paying for on their own to pursue these careers. And then on top of that, when you're massively in debt, you are more dependent upon your employer. You're less likely oh, to strike wow. or go off on your own yep. and True. work for another company. Yeah. So even though and it's funny because where did it all come from? Well, it came from the desire to help poor people. We should make sure that <laughs> everyone can get an education. So what we're going to do is is federally subsidize student loans so that anyone can take out a loan and then anyone can get a college education. And look what happened. Look at the housing crisis. Colleges housing decided, you well, exactly, because and according to the National Bureau for Economic Research, pretty um, straightforward conclusion they came to, but it's always good to actually cite uh, a reputable think tank. They said that colleges respond to federal subsidies by increasing their tuition. Yeah. It's, it's really straightforward. Uh, and so, yeah, it started as let's help poor people. Let's help them get an education. Education's a great thing. And it resulted in this massive dystopian nightmare where almost everyone in our generation is unbelievably in debt. And who is it helping? It's helping the rich. I've had a lot of, I've, I used to have a lot of people hit me up about traveling the world and covering news when I was doing it. Now mm -hmm. I get people hitting me up about YouTube and stuff. But yeah. uh, so back in the day, you know, when I was at Vice and everything, people would be like, I want to do what you do, man. Like, oh, I want to travel around. And I usually complain that millennials don't actually want to do the work. Yes. So like, yeah, I've so, seen your video on this. So I've talked about how like I've had people say, well, I mean, I don't want to spend the money. Like I have a really nice apartment in Brooklyn. Uh -huh. And I'm like, what's more important? Going to, you know, I don't know, Ukraine for this crisis and covering it and being there or having your nice apartment in Brooklyn. But I like my apartment in Brooklyn. Okay. The other thing, though, is that a lot of people said, I can't have student loan debt. Mm -hmm. I'm like, can right. you quit your job right now? Take your savings and fly. I mean, I could, but how am I going to pay my student loans back? Yep. Can you defer them? Like, yep. but then the, the interest is going to get really bad. And it's like, okay, well then you, congratulations. You signed your soul away yep. for what? This is exactly how they get you. They put you in this cycle where you start out where you owe this massive student loan and they keep you in your work forever, just forever. You just sign a contract for the rest of your life to just be like, okay, this they is what I'm you. doing now. They I, do, 100%. I, I deferred mine for 20 years. I'm still in deferment. I just never want to pay those back. You can't do anything about it. You can't bankruptcy. It. He's just so banking on the whole system collapsing yes. before he will pay that off. Yeah. <laughs> let's just wait, let's wait until the, the election is over. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I gotta be honest. His investment is about to pay out in Spain. This is November November 4th and I'm good. I know. That's the entire, like we all think we're worried about the election ian has his entire financial future riding on it it's like if this happens, my plan was to bankrupt this. i graduated in 2001 and i was gonna bankrupt my student loan debt you can't do that but george bush in like 2003 right, yeah. made it illegal cannot bankrupt your student loans yep. you gotta keep them well yeah and i guess like they can't repossess a degree so that's the brilliance of it you could never ever ever you know, default on those i was loans. in a unique college situation where it was worth it i think even though i've been in debt i've never really stressed too much about it it's always been in deferment i owe more than i borrowed yeah, 20 you 21 years ago but i had a phenomenal experience in college i went to become an actor a journalist mm. and then i switched to become an actor i was acting so i was like kind of paying to be there to learn how to act i met a phenomenal friends a beautiful girlfriend and it, it launched my confidence and so it was a hands-on degree it wasn't like i went to study some business knowledge that i could have learned elsewhere it was actually like 
acting. Like it was, I had a job to do. It, 100, it gave me an opportunity. 100. I, I don't doubt that good things came out of your college experience, but great things have come out of a lot of people's college experiences and the system just set up in a way where you ended up getting screwed because of it, right? I mean, it's unbelievably expensive. My dad, my dad paid for his entire college education. This is like the typical boomer story, but my dad paid off his entire college education working at Jewel over the yeah. summer. But what, what tuition's way lower back then? It's, no, no, that's my, no, I'm not saying like go like work at Jewel, Ian, but I am saying that it was so unbelievably cheap back then that you could actually do that, which do is people, that's completely out the window now. Do people know what Jewel is? Jewel Oscar, do they not have that? Is this just a Chicago, Chicago thing? thing? That's yeah. right. That's Jewel, hilarious. Yeah. They might actually not know. I went down to the Jewel there and uh, got some uh, old styles. On. Uh, save on. Uh, Safeway, uh, Safeway. what's what's Ralph's? Ralph's is Dominic's just like Dominic's Chicago thing. Is it really? Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. Our whole audience says Tim and I are the only people who know (laughs) any of this. Safeway is that New York? Safeway, Safeway. um, yeah. What's the Ralph's is what they? Ralph's is California. Yeah, yeah. What does New York have? There's uh, New York has COVID nineteen and nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) They've got those really really thin aisles. You know what? It's not good for social distancing. That's why this. That's why it got so bad there. The aisles are too thin. I did go to college. What was your degree in set up and debt? Yeah, so no, I was, so I was unbelievably privileged. I mean, I did community college for two years, but yeah, I mean, my parents took care of the rest and I was not going to go to college, but my plan was just to like keep working and, and, um, enter the industry and continue to build my business. And my parents said, no, we really want you to go. And I said, that's an unbelievable gift that most people don't get. So I'm going to do that. And I'm forever grateful to them. And I continued working on my business while the, for the two years that I went away to, um, the school I went to, which was the Savannah College of Art and Design. And by the time I graduated, uh, my my um, enterprise was making enough money for me to just live off of. Okay, so here's a question. Do we forgive student loan debt? I, I That's just com- forgive the interest to start off. 100%. Right. Yeah, yes. I, it's, it's insane to me that you could charge interest on loans that the government is Seriously. guaranteeing. Isn't, isn't the entire point of interest like, all right, I'm taking a risk by giving you this money. I don't know if I'm going to get it back, so I should have something to show for it. If the federal government is just giving you the money, or it's guaranteed that you're going to get it back. The idea that you'd be able to charge interest is criminal. But they want they, they want you to be permanently locked in place. Yeah. Good little workers who can't leave. Exactly. Right? No, that's what it is. That's why it works out for them. So think about what's going on right now and how these urban millennials who went to college and have mes- this massive debt are facing what's going on. Their debt's getting worse. The deferments, the interest rates piling up. They can't find work. And then along comes a Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I'll give you everything Dude. you've oh, ever dreamed of. I, I totally understand. Yeah. If, that, if this happened... 20 years ago, if I was 20 years younger and I was 20 right now, I would be one of those people. But you know what it is? Bernie Sanders and collectivist, let's burn it all down and undo all that. It would have been crazy. You know, I, you know, you know why it's young people? Their net worth is $11,000. Right. Yeah. They don't, they don't it's care. Their net worth is negative, probably. Well, actually, uh, millennial net worth under 30 is negative. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, that's for, horrible. for college kids, yeah. Yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, part of the, the difficulty though is like, if there was, and this is part of my problem with the whole idea of like free education is I think you end up with the exact same problem that we have now. It just exacerbates itself because the whole idea was, again, let's let poor people go to college. We're going to do that by federally guaranteeing these student loans. As soon as the consumer is removed from the pricing structure and you just have the government with these bottomless pockets paying for everything, the price goes up. And then um, if it's based on loans, people end up with a lot more debt. I think what we need to focus on in this country is improving the 12 years of education that we do give to everybody to ensure that they can be prepared for the workforce or better yet, just do away with that. I'm actually a big advocate of homeschooling. I think the public school system is completely broken. And I think we talked about this last time, but the idea that people are not prepared for the workforce after 12 years of state funded education and the solution is to give them another four. To me, that's crazy, right? I High school should be what college is. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Completely agree. Like, teach me how to start a business. Teach me how to vote. They didn't teach me any of this stuff in high school. Yeah. Teach me how to write a check. So I didn't learn Dude. how to write a check until Dude. college. 
I know what it is. What is it? The aliens domesticating. Alex. Yeah. You're yeah, right. I think you're right. The aliens are conditioning us to be good workers. That's also the true. Team. I'm yeah. kidding. 100%, oh. The aliens are going to work for us. They're going to build more pyramids. That's what <laughs> they did the last time. <laughs> That's the plan, yeah. <laughs> we built the pyramids. They made us. I'm kidding. Yeah. Okay. Was that hilarious? Why would they do that? That'd be such a rude thing for aliens to do. Instead of like giving like, us technology, <laughs> they're going to like build some stone triangles for us. Well, what if they need gold? Oh, what if they need That's it? That's true. Yeah. And they just fuel? have us do it. Did we talk about this? Gold is their fuel? This is like, this is like a really old conspiracy theory that's been on the internet for a long time. That they need gold to like replenish their atmosphere or something. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know. Did you you ever see those lights? Neil deGrasse Tyson said that I think. You don't see well, like Neil deGrasse Tyson said a meteor is going to crash into Earth the day on November second. So oh, you know, Neil. here's hoping. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah. So is there actually a meteor coming close or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is, but I think yeah. it's it's really small. I think it's like six feet. So it's like super tiny. Can yeah. I loop it back a little bit? Yeah, because please. I know this is something we've talked about a little bit. This is something that I'm very compassionate with millennials on because it makes a big difference to me that millennials. I would like them to be happy and balanced and everything. And I think that part of the reason that they're having so much problem is that they have been sold a false bill of goods i think yep. they've been told that they can go to college and get whatever job they want and it's not true it's yeah. nonsense things about you nothing yeah you know what i think one of the biggest problems we have as a society first i mean it starts young what do what do, what do american kids do from the ages of zero to five years old watch sesame street Nothing. Yeah, nothing sit around nothing watch TV. i think it depends yeah. i think it depends on the household an ipad well for sure but yeah. on average like a lot of kids are doing nothing especially in cities well what, what i think there are a lot of parents yeah who do just sit their kids in front of the tv or the or the or the tablet or whatever well, what yeah. should I, you do? I was being uh i was being homeschooled i was too that's good yeah, me too. very yeah. very yeah. before before i yeah no that's true before i went off to school my mom did teach me to read oh yeah and i'm really bad at it so no i'm <laughs> well, kidding so, so, I'm so no that's the thing too like we my mom taught me and all of my siblings to read before we ever went off to school and we were just ahead of the other kids in our class. Exactly. Because guess what? No one's no one's ever going to be able to teach your kid as well as you can. Exactly. Bingo. I, I entered school knowing, like I'm in kindergarten, I knew multiplication and division mm-hmm. and, and all this math that was like grades above everybody else. I had, uh, uh, my, my vocabulary was se- several years higher than the rest of the kids. Did you mm-hmm. skip grades? No. I bet if you did, you wouldn't have dropped out. Because you just would have finished no, when you it was were 12 trash. I'm like, I'm, I was 14, well, I went to high school, and they were like, okay, now open the book because you're all morons and yeah, read the passage you about how you're You could have graduated high school by the time you were 14. I, think you I probably could have just skipped it. Yeah. I probably could have yeah. just... It was a waste would have been like a ten-year-old in high school, probably. So what? Yeah, it's all stupid. What we did in Colorado is sure that was. we had people go straight into college in high school. You'd go into high school and come out with a college degree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We stuff like that. Yeah, like you'd spend neat, right? a certain or amount of time. You do like AP classes. Is that kind of what kind you're talking like about? But so, so anyway, look here, here's of those. here's a point I'm getting to. Not dumb. not only was I homeschooled before I was five years old. I was like as early as I could possibly communicate. My mom was teaching me, my other my siblings. My family started a business and I worked for the family business when I was like nine years old. Mm. So I'm, uh, my mom, my, my family started, a, my, my mom started a, a cafe. And so I was helping prepare drinks. She was showing me like management and stuff. So I'm like 10 years old. Yeah. I'm learning from the real world. I'm sitting next to adults as they complain about politics and I was, I was immersed in all of it. So, so by the time I was 17 and they're like, it's time for college, I was like, why? Yeah. Give no, me, I get it. give me, a, but so, so what happens now is you've got 18 year old kids. And they're kids. They're not adults. They're not 18 year old men, 18 year old women. They're 18 year old kids. And they're like, here, sign this paper where you can never, you can never have this debt bank, you know, cleared for the bankruptcy or anything. It's, it's attached to you forever. Freaking insane. The in- interest rates are psychotic and you have no idea how this works because we've never taught you. Sign it. Yeah, sign they, don't, it. they don't teach compound interest either. Yeah, yeah, why right. not? That's also, yeah. I'm <laughs> that why not? It makes perfect sense. No, no, it's true. It's so, true. so. It's crazy. And there, so, there are so, workarounds. But we, so we but, forgive the interest. Is that what we're saying? I would say forgive the interest. I would, 
it's you're a tricky. commie. There's, I am a you commie. Admit. I, well, no, you're right. You got me. I'm a communist. Well, no, I just I, I think that it's insane. I think it's insane for corporations to be able to profit off of public money. Yeah. I mean, as someone who believes in a free market, I think that's just like antithetical to my principles in general. But even so, I believe in a free market, but I'm okay. I, I believe there it's all right to have some exceptions here and there. I'm not completely dogmatic on it. Uh, when it comes to student loan forgiveness in general, I'm not sure. I think if we could work it out in a way where my fear is if we did it, we would just we would we would push the problem off further into the future and perpetuate the same system of college becoming more and more expensive. And then yeah. people who didn't go to college because they wanted to save the money are going to end up with the tax burden of forgiving those debts for people who did go to college. Uh, and so it's not if it was just like we could wave away all of the debt, I would say absolutely. Yes. And I certainly believe that that we should um, prevent these these banks from being able to collect any more interest on them. But didn't I don't I really didn't Trump suspend the interest rates during COVID? Yeah, yeah, till, yeah. Till and and, and I was December. I was yes. saying that I was saying that earlier in the year, and then Trump did it, and I'm like, yeah. once once that, yeah. once again, how is the Republicans are doing the mm -hmm. things that help the poor in yeah. these situations? You know what I mean? A couple yeah. of things. One, I fully agree with you guys about homeschooling at, from zero to five, teaching kids mathematics, ma multiplication and though. division. Do it from because kids can learn math at the age of three. That's where we're at. Humanity is a genius. We have the internet. You can do it. Cool Secondly, stuff, yeah. do you agree with? defaulting on the debt to the federal reserve i'm not sure i don't know i don't know enough about it i've heard a little bit and the federal reserve has been a topic of interest for me for a while but when it comes to defaulting on the loan to them Wouldn't um that crash i crash the that global economy thought. not if we I, well the then if yes then i'm in favor of it no uh, <laughs> exactly. i'm in let's go yeah, let's go let's do it let's get crazy kids yeah i'm not sure if we defaulted on the interest only is what i'm talking about what would that do Save our country like twenty rad. trillion dollars. It'd be super cool. But what is so I look, we could put that money into other things. Yeah, I, I guess it's it's a, I I think it's a purposefully complicated system so that no one really has any idea, and then everyone spends their time arguing about one section of it over here, and then no one really knows. But I can tell you, the the system as we have it set up right now, it's very difficult for people to save unless you go into a market or make some kind of investment account or whatever. Yeah. But now that interest rates are in the gutter because of COVID. It's like, what do you do? You just got to spend money and, and build something. So ultimately, the best thing you can do, start a business, make money for yourself. The problem is, going back to what I was saying before, we have a bunch of young people. They spend, listen, let me ask you a question. What were you doing when you were 13 years old? When I was 13 years old, I, I was actually starting to teach myself to animate. And I was also buying broken computers and fixing them so I could resell them. And now oh, here cool. you are. You yeah. have a show. You animate. Yeah. You've mm -hmm. got a you know, couple hundred. How many, how many subscribers do you have? Uh, 460,000. Boom. Yeah, Very successful YouTube channel. Yeah, thank you. Very blessed. So I, I, when I was uh, 13, I was playing music. I was skateboarding. I was doing flash animation. I was doing flash yeah, websites, yeah, yeah, yeah. video games. I was working on all this stuff. And... Uh, you know, generally hanging out with people and learning how the computers worked and all this stuff. A bunch of other people I know who ended up going to college, getting a degree they didn't need because mm -hmm. they didn't know what they were doing mm -hmm. with massive debt. I said, what were you doing when you were 13? They were like, nothing, riding bikes. Mm -hmm. Just, that's it. They would go out and play with their friends. They would go to school and do the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. And so we have, we have young people who are being raised by a system that does not teach them to do anything. Mm -hmm. And now we have a generation of millennials who can't do anything. Yeah. And their net worth is really low and they're in massive debt and they can't find jobs. Then COVID yeah. hits and now, now you got communism. Yeah. No, the only right. way out is if I don't got stuff and you do, I get your stuff. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I used to tell my parents, they were like, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be an actor. And then they said, well, then you should start acting. I want to yeah, be a communist and take people's stuff. They said, start stuff. acting like it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I, I auditioned <laughs> for a play when I was 16. I was a little later to the table. Yeah. I was 16 when I started. It's yeah. all good. Before that, I was working at a job playing magic cards. But I had my own job since I was 12. 
yeah walking dogs i remember in high school working this really really lame job i had it was a friend of ours um i don't want to say the name of the company because they will get hashtag canceled for hiring me in high school but it was just it was literally like an ushering slash security business where you 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 would just stand there for between like a 12 and 16 hour shift and just tell people no like either let me see your ticket or no you can't use that door and then people would like yell at you for things that were clearly not your fault which happens to low-level workers constantly (laughs) like people this is the thing man people will go to mcdonald's and think that the kid behind the counter is stupid, but like I guarantee you, he thinks you're a moron because he gets asked <laughs> such dumb questions by all the customers all day. You know, dude, we we were just uh, yeah, I was just at a fast food place. About the same thing. I was, we were just at a fat, fast food place. It was like, it was a Nathan's Hot Dogs. What? The guy was such and a jerk. Some guy walked up and he started yelling at these like these the, the workers there. It's like, horrible. Make, he's like, look at this, and he opens the hot dog thing, and they were just like, well done. I don't want to say they were burned. He was like, look at those hot dogs and look at this. Why would you give me this? And then she's like, I don't know. She's and he's like, because like, I don't like you. Yeah, give me those. I did it. It was personal. But I the know, crazy really thing don't. is, I'm like, dude, if you went up and you were like, hey, I'm sorry to bug you, but like these these hot dogs kind of suck. Can I get the good ones? Give any good uh, ones. She might be like, I don't care. It's not my money. Like you got it. You don't got to be mean. Not yeah, only that, yeah. like she might hook it up. She might mm-hmm. be like, dude, I'm not the manager here. Let me give you the best ones possible. Yeah, I'm sorry exactly. about that. It doesn't have like, to why be mean to people. I don't know. That thing will people just good or something. Well, people just have a tendency of taking their anger out on whoever they can get away with taking their anger out on. It's not necessarily personal. It's horrible though. I agree. So here's the other thing. So there, there was an article recently. Uh, it's, it's recently. I mean, it's like the other day. It's in the Atlantic saying that voting for Joe Biden is the right thing to do if you are worried about the woke left yeah, or what? the liberal left. What a great lie. plan. Yeah. Like, that's like blackmail. Like, don't if you're afraid of getting your throat cut, vote for the guy that's threatening you with <laughs> exactly. the knife. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. that, wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. That's, kind of that's what they say. Yeah. They're like, if someone tries taking your stuff, just give it to them. Just give up. Jeez, that's what dude. they tell you to do. No. So, so isn't that letting the terrorists win? Isn't that like the yes. whole thing we've yes. talked about for well, twenty so, years? So, uh-huh. so, so here, here's the, the thing, right? win. The, they're saying that Donald Trump fans the flames of the illiberal left or whatever, and I'm like, Joe Biden's negotiating with them. I'd rather have the guy yeah. fighting against them. But anyway, I digress. So uh, there's another article by Helen Pluckrose that made a similar argument, and I don't want to put words in her mouth, but basically when I responded with, you know, why would I vote for the guy like? It would just justify their tactics, mm-hmm. the, the violence and the extremism. And her response was, I wouldn't vote for Antifa either. I, I felt like, I'm not trying to put words in her mouth, but to me, that she was arguing Joe Biden is not Antifa. Okay. okay. Well, of course, Joe Biden isn't. Of course, Joe Biden is not a socialist. He's just the guy on bent knee begging them for their votes because yeah. he doesn't have a coalition to defeat Donald Trump. Yeah. So they, he's already done the Bernie Sanders pact. He's already negotiating with them. He won't call them out. But more importantly, in New York, just the other day, a bunch of people were throwing eggs and rocks at Trump supporters in their cars. Yep. And apparently, I think it was a woman, ran up to an SUV and pepper sprayed everyone, including the children. Dude. What a good That's thing. not Antifa. Oh, okay, listen. That's, not yeah. a, it was just some Brooklyn leftist. Mm-hmm. These are the people saying Trump is bad. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give them what they want. They pepper sprayed kids because a guy had a Trump flag. So I'm not voting for this guy. You know what I mean? You remember when John Oliver said orange man bad and then pepper sprayed his audience? Is I don't. Old? Wait, he did? No, no I don't remember that. <laughs> no, I, remember that well, I should be less dry. I was just thinking of like a very, spring. I was thinking of like a very establishment guy. But. Well, so so here's, yeah. what, here's why I bring this up. You get all of these young people who have been pushed into this grinder. Yeah. They have massive debt. They can't pay it off. The interest is piling up. COVID happens. And now they go insane. Hmm. And so I'm in favor of forgiving that interest. But these people have snapped. Mm-hmm. Now they're throwing eggs at people, pepper spraying kids. Not all of them, not every single one. But how, how often do you hear about these stories where a Trump supporter gets attacked? There's, there's, there's like several thousand stories like this 
over the past four years where they're getting harassed, attacked, threatened in the street. These people have snapped. And what it is, many of them need a, a symbol of what they hate to attack, yeah, to, to, right. to, to damage, right? That's right. Why did, why did the, why did the uh, far leftists throw a brick through the Starbucks window, right? Because Starbucks is a massive corporation that symbolizes their, their hatred and their anger. Yeah. And you oppress me. So they throw a brick through the window. It does nothing. It does nothing to help their cause. It hurts their cause, but it feels good. Yeah. Now people have replaced that symbol of the big corporations with Trump. So now they see a Trump supporter and they're like, you. And they're taking all of that anger and they're directing it towards random people who are waving flags. Mm-hmm. That's. Yeah, no, I, I totally get where you're coming from. And I, I'm sympathetic to a lot of the struggles that people discuss younger people going through right now. I've said this in the past. I mean, I'm unbelievably blessed. I came from a two-parent home. Uh, I was rela- raised with like really solid Catholic values. I was just mm-hmm. set up in a lot of the really the best possible ways to be set up. So I absolutely don't look down on anybody because their circumstances are harder. I just think that the solutions being proposed by the left are horrible. And I think they're taking advantage of people who are going through extremely difficult times. Uh, And I I would also say this, there was a time when like, instead of telling people to check their privilege, we'd tell them to like count their blessings because we wanted people to be grateful instead of feeling guilty. And that's more or less where I'm at. Like, yeah, I got a lot of great things out of life. I've been tremendously blessed. I don't feel guilty about that. I feel grateful for that. I thank God every day for the life that I've gotten because I've gotten so much that I don't deserve. But to say that the solution to that is to like bend over and have this white guilt and tell people, take whatever you want from me, um, implement whatever system makes you happier that you think in the moment might be best for this country, despite all of the evidence saying it will never work is, is completely insane. But that's exactly what they want. That's exactly why they want people to feel guilt. This is the interesting thing about wealth inequality arguments and Andrew Yang saying like abolish poverty or whatever. I don't yeah. know exact, exactly what his hat said, but something to that effect. Because we are actively abolishing poverty. Capitalism is doing that. Like yeah. the curve is like going way down. Like poor people in this country are poor, but many of them have air conditioning. Well, that's the thing, right? So about 99% of the world population subsists off of less than $30,000 per year or makes less than $30,000 per year. So if you make 30 grand a year or more, you are in the top 1% of the global oh, economy. Totally, yeah. um, and also... Global poverty has been decreasing for decades, unfortunately, until these lockdowns, which shut down our production chain. Now there are more people for the first time in decades, or I believe two decades, there are more people at risk for starvation this year than there were last year. And it's it's a massive swath. So, yeah, things things are going in the opposite direction. But that also shows you and that can help inform us on uh, people making claims like, oh, how could you put economics above human life? Uh, you know, any, anytime you because want to Because they don't discuss, know what economics means. Yeah, exactly. They don't know what economics means. Um, they think it's just some abstraction that, you know, Wall they Street think it means you make money. in believing it. Yes, exactly. But all economics is about is like promoting human well-being and flourishing. And when you shut down the entire economy, guess what happens? People starve to death. And it's hilarious because the left was arguing for so long that if you even want to cut a penny of welfare spending, then poor people are just going to die. Because when people don't have money, they don't have access to resources. And when they don't have access to resources, they die. But but we can shut down the entire global economy for three months and no one's going to die because of that. We're actually going to save lives. So that's insane. Here, here's the interesting thing about wealth inequality. I always hear they're like, Jeff Bezos is worth a hundred and whatever billion dollars and there are people sleeping in the streets. That's a huge problem for our country. And those are two completely separate things that have that are completely unrelated. If you took away Jeff Bezos's money, you're not going to get people not living on the streets. These people fundamentally don't understand how wealth works or how homelessness works. No, they just think I, I love it when people say things like, think about how many empty homes we have. We could put homeless people in them. And it's like you, you can't just do that. It, it, it's, it's some, anybody, people who say that clearly have never owned a home. 
understanding yeah. how much work goes in it. What happens if you put a homeless guy in a house and then the plumbing breaks uh-huh. or the house burns down because of faulty wiring and the dude dies? Well, what happens to the real estate market and all the people who actually have a mortgage in a home that they spend all this money on? What happens right. to like, their property value or their home? And then what happens to people who make their business or make their money renting? I mean, you would actually have to, you would have to radically restructure the entire economy to do something like that. It's not just a question of putting homeless people in homes. That, that well, said, on, there but- are solutions. Like there are ways on the table and things that we can discuss to get homeless people housing 100%. That's not the issue though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, the, I agree. The, the issue is homelessness is driven mostly by mental health. Exactly. So for these people to come out and say, people shouldn't be homeless, we should tax the wealthy, it's not right. It's like, those are two entirely different universes. You know what one of my favorite sayings is from people? What? Feed the homeless. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. We want to go out and feed the homeless. I'm like, bro. Why? They're, they're not foodless. Yeah. They're homeless. Yeah. There's a difference. And we have, just because they don't live anywhere doesn't mean they're hungry. You want to feed the hungry. That's what you want to do. But there's like these weird things and these people, they have good intentions and I respect it. But I actually worked as a director at a homeless shelter. I actually worked for many nonprofits. And the problem is mental health and choices people make. You yes. No amount of money because some of the, some of the, the shelters were empty. Mm-hmm. Why? Homeless people didn't want to be in them. They they wanted to be drugs. Well, and a lot of the a lot of well, here's the thing: a lot of a lot of shelters are empty now because of COVID. You talk to homeless people; they will tell you, like, I can't get anywhere to stay right now because the shelters in my city are closed down because of COVID nineteen. Another thing that's interesting is, um, uh, and I I mean, it's of course it's good to feed homeless people. I I firmly believe that. Um, but uh, a lot of it is like again this problem of them not having housing, as opposed to not having food. Though again, I believe we should feed them. That said, so many homeless people have said to me, um. Don't mess with drugs. Don't mess with alcohol, which is an interesting thing to say. Like they'll, yeah. they'll start sort of explaining some of the things that ruin their lives and encouraging you not to do it. Now, I'm not saying because they ruin their lives in these ways that we just let them hang there. Absolutely not. Uh, but it's a horrible tragedy. And a big part of it was the deinstitutionalization movement that we had in the 1970s. Yeah. So even um, without even adjusting for changes in our population size, there are less people in mental health facilities today than there were before the 70s, which is completely insane. So, uh, and, and I think that's part of why we're seeing more massacres. I think it's part of, I mean, mental illness has become a much more serious issue in this country because we don't take it as seriously as we used to. Yes. And I think that's also why homelessness is such a problem because there are people who should be in the hospital. They should be in a mental health facility, but they're not. They're out on the streets instead. I'll, I'll, so, so going back to the wealth inequality thing where you have Jeff Bezos, all this money, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what the real problem is with the billionaires. It's what Bernie Sanders used to say, their influence over our political structures 100%. for self-interest. Yeah, for sure. yeah. And the best example is Joe Biden being funded by billionaires in Wall Street substantially Street. more. Park yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah. you're calling it that. Well, and yeah. the Congress Wall Street people, colloquially. The Congress people getting bribed with like campaign contributions whoa, 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 and dinners whoa, whoa. and lunches and Do stuff. Do your air quotes when you say bribed. 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 There we go. <laughs> lobbied. We'll call right. it. No, no, I, don't, I don't need quotes for that. Fancy steak lobbied. dinners uh-huh. and yeah. promises of once you leave, we're going to hire yeah, you. Come wink, on. wink. Vote or, yes or, on this or, bill and. Or if you're, say, like in a high position of power and you want to make money off your office, so you just have your kids sign the paperwork. 100%. But we, that's not what happened, right? Right, you know, right. Yeah, that's just all fake news. That's Russian disinformation. fake news. There's no quid pro quo. So, so here's my know. issue, right? I don't know. A lot of people like to complain about George Soros. And I'm like, you know, George Soros is funding this and funding that and the protesters. And it's like, okay, well, first, let's, let's, be, let's break it down. Who is he funding? 
he's funding the was it the Open Society Foundation, I believe, mm-hmm. is his, and, and then they provide grants to a bunch of different leftist organizations. So short answer, yes, but it's a bit more than that. He gives out money and then they send it out in these areas. And then he turns his back and closes his eyes. Well, I mean, he's just some he's just some bumbly old dude who's got a ton of money and he's putting it into leftist programs. But the thing is, I'm like, can you name the other billionaires who are doing literally the same thing? Yeah. So I, I, this is why I'm like, I, I get it, man. You're mad about it. You, when you say Soros, what you're saying is billionaires. Bring, give, give me the Bernie Sanders line, okay? The billionaires. Because you've got the Mercers. You had the Koch brothers. I don't know how active the Koch brothers are now, though, because I think they were doing some event with like, some leftists. You've got, uh, what's another? Who's another? Oh, you, you, the Bezo- Mackenzie Bezos. Yeah. Putting, what, $2 billion into the Gates Foundation. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, it's yeah. all always of them. Always funding abortion the all over the, the world. The Gates yeah. Foundation. Always with oh, the yeah, the Waltons. I don't care if they're left or right. I, I really don't. Okay, if they're, if they're, inf- if they're, if they have more power over what we say in our own country, it's a serious problem because then when all of these politicians have to worry about raising money for reelection, then they, then they're gonna go and yeah. figure out a way to get massive cash from, uh, from the rich people because it's easier. It is easier yeah. to convince a billionaire to give you a million dollars than a million people to give you a dollar yeah. each. <laughs> so uh, the other night I was talking to Tim about, um, when we had Ryan on the show, uh, Ryan Long? No, no, no. What was that? Who, who do we have? His name's Ryan Hartwig. Yeah, Hartwig. Oh, yeah. Ryan Hartwig. Um, yeah. Facebook whistleblower. And mm-hmm. I, I was talking about like a more di- making more of a direct democracy, but really it was more of a direct republic. In that, if you have your Congress people A, B, C, D, and E, and they're all voting yay or nay on a bill, rather than that, they can all be bribed, uh, lobbied. Mm-hmm. Um, have their constituents vote, seven hundred thousand people vote, and then for A the majority will be yay or nay. And then for B, their constituents vote, the majority would be yay or nay. And so instead of these billionaires being able to bribe A, B, C, and D, they've got to have to target the 700,000 people. That, so it's like but a, that's it's easy like to do, though. Well, those but, yeah, you totally can, though. It, you can totally bribe voters with the public treasury. Say, right. like, we're going to give public you... public treasury, but yeah, not all, all you money. have to... Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, either way, they're being Don't bribed. All you have to yeah. do is say that how, we're going to get the government... I'm trying to all, think of how, how to get money do, out of politics. I don't think you it's can. It's not possible. I think you gotta, it's literally not possible. You just got to get the votes out of those single Money is politics. Money is politics. You cannot get it separate. So the whole idea of... Uh, Listen, representatives is kind of funky in that system. <laughs> well, t- with 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 digital technology now, what? I'm trying to keep up with you guys. You're all over it. <laughs> with digital technology right now, the instant transfer of information and money, yeah, it's becoming really, really difficult. There's no billionaire who says, "Here's a check for a million dollars, Trump." What he does is he says, "I like this guy, Trump. Have a nice day." Write the check for a million dollars to the Trump super PAC that is no yeah. way connected to Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and then runs the commercials to get him elected into office. That's basically how it happens. So there's a limit on how much an individual can give to a candidate. I am not a fan of unrestricted super PAC mass spending. I've never been. And I've had people argue about it saying, like, it's your money. You can spend it how you want. And I'm like, I don't like the idea of Mackenzie Bezos or George Soros or the Mercers or the Cokes or anybody saying, I'm going to dedicate or, or Mike Bloomberg put what, like $500 million, some ridiculous number mm-hmm. into the primaries to just like boot yeah. out Bernie and do whatever. And he couldn't. That was the, he spent, he spent right. all that money just getting himself on stage. He just got roasted. Oh. It was great. <laughs> Didn't work. I love that. I'm right, right. Bloomberg. And so, then he was up there and everyone's just scorching him the entire time. I love it. But so I will, much. I will tell you what I enjoyed about it is, you know, he was making it, making it rain on YouTube. You know, all those yeah. Biden ads. Did, so I'm we like, did a video Whoa. about that a while ago. You guys should check this one out. Another shameless plug. We did yes, uh, Bloomberg for America. And he it was just based on like, it, it felt like, and I almost forgot about this till you mentioned it, but for like a solid week or two, everywhere you turned yeah. there was a Mike <laughs> was Bloomberg so ad. Great. And it was this weird kind of... YouTube ad revenue spiking. Exactly. It, it was this very strange moment where it 
it was something that a totalitarian dictator would admire. <laughs> like, like, um, totally. uh, Kim Jong Un wishes his face was plastered as many places yep. as, as, uh, Bloomberg's was for that one week. But it only works if you have a face worth looking at. You don't. He did. <laughs> Michael not. Bloomberg was just, you know, a really handsome. annoying guy. He's all right. He's cute. He's, I Vote think he's for very me. handsome. Cute and then Tom Steyer, too, just dumping money. So listen, my point is, sure. I remember, uh, it was, it was almost 10 years ago. I was at CPAC, I think, and it was like, when was when was the Citizen United ruling? That was, oh, that was like yeah, 10, 12 know. years ago, was that or something? I don't know. I don't remember exactly when it was, but I was talking to conservatives, and they were like, if you have money and you want to spend it how you see fit, you should be allowed to do it if that supports a candidate. And I'm like, yeah, but you're creating a loophole for the ultra-wealthy people to guarantee, essentially, essentially guarantee, because Trump won with half the cash of Hillary Clinton. Yeah. But, but it's that the it, first time that's happened, too? Hasn't campaign spending been like the number one predictor of who's yes. going to get elected and yep. kill whoever Trump? spends most? Yeah. Yep, and then Trump. So maybe we'll see something again. But I, I, I don't, I don't want these people to be like. Listen, here's what people don't understand about politics. Anyway, even with campaign limits on how much I could, uh, I or anyone else could donate, the more money you have, you can just donate to a hundred people. Yes. So imagine you're like, the average person says I can afford to give twenty dollars to my candidate. And then the average rich person says, I'm legally uh, obligated not to spend more than 2800 So here's what I'll do. I'll give 2800 to every single Democrat. Mm-hmm. That's just like blanketing the whole thing. Or more importantly, they'll just be like, I'll just make the commercial myself. Exactly. Yes. Oh. You can give people's campaign m- money in that way. And this is what um, Ben Shapiro said. Okay, that's when he was debating Jank Uger. But he, yeah. he makes this point. Is it, I mean, what really is the difference between you donating X amount of million dollars to Bernie Sanders versus you dedicating your entire YouTube channel to promoting his campaign Good point. For, uh, throughout the entirety of the primaries. Uh, why is one okay and the that's other the, isn't? Like Either way, yep. you're just using your power and influence to change the political system in some way. Or and therein it. lies... And that's something you we cannot... St- like You can't right. change that. That right, will right, always be the case. Yeah, there's no way around it. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, um, but... The fact that being rich gives you power and influence is not I, some quirk of quirk of capitalism or the American system. This is always the case. I powerful agree. people are powerful. I agree. And I don't think that I think that Michael Bloomberg gave me a lot of hope because I was like, he's not making it big. Yes. I really thought yeah. they would yeah. get in there and Didn't smash work. it up. I'm like, nobody like this guy. Everyone well, wanted to go away. What are we talking about now, Tim? Thinking uh, uh, in, the, in, in, in that line of thinking with it. Republicans are not raising nearly as much as Democrats, the, mm. the congressional Democrats mm-hmm. have been raising tons of money and Donald Trump has raised a lot less. Yeah. Joe Biden is getting all of that sweet, sweet green from from Wall Street and Park mm-hmm. Street and the billionaires. Uh, it's actually looking really good in the battleground. Check this out. That's cool. 2020 general uh, election early and absentee vote report. This is from Target Smart. And right now for battleground states, Republican turnout is 2.4% higher than Democrats. Wow. Now, here's the important data. In 2018, in in, in these same states, there were, at this, at this, at this time, there was 4.5 million Republican votes, 3.7 million Democrat votes. Now there's 8.6 million Democrat votes to 9 million Republican votes and 1.8 million unaffiliated for a total of 19 million. Wow. 10 million more than in 2018 and around 10 million more in, 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 in 2016. The first thing I'll say is high high voter turnout in early voting does not mean more voting. Right. A lot of people keep saying like, wow, look how many people voted early. That means it must be really big because election day. No, 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 no. That means people already voted. Early voting means the one person voted. So we're probably going to see massive voter turnout for sure on the third. Yeah. We'll take a look at this. If in battleground states, in on, on average, Republicans are, are winning, 
And they are saying, Nate Silver says, it's 538, that Republicans are going to uh, be heavily favored for in-person day of voting. Then Republicans are dominating. So Democrats were expected to have a a seriously large advantage with early mail-in voting, absentee, and early voting in person. And in many states, they have it. Like Philadelphia is really bad. It's like apocalyptic for Republicans. Mm -hmm. We'll see how this plays out. But then there's the voter registration, you know, thing that Republicans have. But in, in Battleground Senate, they're saying, you know, s- several people think that the Republicans are going to lose. At least on average, it's looking really good. Now, the interesting thing is for Battleground President, uh, Republicans are down only, what is that? Two points, two percent to Democrats. They, they, they were up last, uh, uh, last election in 2018, and now they're down about 600 or so thousand votes in 2020. Republic, uh, Democrats are being encouraged to vote early in, in huge numbers. Hmm. So they should have an advantage because they're going to be doing absentee as well. They're not seeing that huge advantage. Nate Silver said something like it was supposed to be D plus 17 for mail-in voting. They're up two points. Early voting is a really bad thing yeah. to base predictions off of because a lot of counties haven't opened yet. Like New York is just now opening. But things are starting to look good for Donald Trump in a lot of ways. And the only this is the thing. The media has created this narrative space where I can actually say this. Donald Trump, it's looking really good for him, even though he's losing by double digits in the polling. Why? Because he's supposed to be down, what, like nine points on average from Joe Biden. And we're seeing two, two percent. That is really fast. Does that mean he's going to win? No, no. And we're not even sure what's explaining that. But it's definitely not what I expected. That's right. for sure. It's all the Republicans from 2016, plus a bunch of new people that used to be Democrat that switched. Johnny Rod. Like, none of those Republicans, mm-hmm. almost none, have turned Democrat. I mm-hmm. doubt. I would be very, very surprised to I've find seen, out. I'd like to find out the numbers. Do you, see, do you see that viral story of the woman, like, doing the cards, and she slowly pulls them? Yes. And she's like, my dad was on his deathbed, and we demanded he vote Dude, for Biden. He said, okay. so mad. That was <laughs> really horrible. Like, that's brutal. Oh, You're up against an incumbent horrible. president. Incumbents rarely lose. Right. That's also true. Yeah, yeah. Presidents almost, they'll almost always Dude, dude, terms. dude. But think about it. You know, I, there. The, so Michael Tracy tweeted this thing out earlier. It was this guy from tw- in 2016 saying... In order for Trump to win at this point, every major national poll would have to be wrong. Yeah. And he's like, when did it, that is happen? It, is, it, is it possible? Like, would I, would I bet on it? No. I was like, is it possible? Yes. Would I bet on it? No. I'm not an idiot. And then every single poll, it's not so much that they were wrong. It's that this far out, they were wrong and they started to shift. There was a lot of, a lot of October surprises really hurt Hillary. And then she, there were some, they, they missed one or two points of Trump's voters. For Trump to win right now, every single pollster would go to business. How Every single one. I don't know because they didn't go out of business last time. Yeah, but last time they were off by a point or two. Okay. And it was like it was within the margin of error and our forecasts were wrong. Okay. So they were like the the uh, Real Clear Politics shows all of these different polls and they're like Hillary Clinton plus three. She was plus two. Didn't didn't Frank Lund say just the other day? He's like, if we get this all wrong, we all deserve to yeah. go out of business. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Let's but I think screenshot the, but I, that. Let's yes, archive that. No, 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 no. Sure. He said people like me will have to find a new profession. Oh, okay. Right. Right. I think the point he was making, though, is we are not wrong. Mm. So I think he mm. might. can you explain that how polls are actually models? That was an interesting so, conversation. Earlier, so, yeah, yeah, people don't know this. Like polls aren't just like they call random people. They're all weighted. Mm-hmm. Weighted. That means... We have to guarantee X amount of Republicans, Democrats, and unaffiliated to match the national average. We have to match demographics. So we have X number of 18 to 29-year-olds, X number of 18 to 29-year-old Latinos. Then we have to figure out how demographics have changed and model based on that. People don't realize polls are not just, we called a thousand random people 
And here's what they said. Hmm. Because if you called a thousand people in New York, they're going to be like Biden. You're going to be like 100 percent for Biden. Woo. Your poll would be ridiculously wrong. So when you've got a poll that says D plus three, that's just based on the 2016 model. So basically, depending on the poll you're looking at. Plus the demographic. Didn't you mention it's like the the demographics that have entered that area or the population growth they've seen with certain groups that tend to vote in a specific way. So first, they depends on the model. Yeah. All these different organizations have different modeling. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not straight polls. Like if you if you went outside and walked around a person and said, what do you, which do you prefer, you know, chocolate or vanilla? You'd be like, I asked 100 people. Here's what I got. Mm-hmm. You'd have to they have to model all the different places, all the different political affiliations, different demographics and, and try and get representative samples. What ends up happening is a lot of these polls are sampling Democrats based on the projected Democrat turnout because because of what we saw in 2016 and 2018. So in 2018, we saw X many Democrats. Therefore, we're going to ask for every 100 people, we want 36 to be Democrats. We want 29 to be Republican and then the rest to be third party or unaffiliated. Mm -hmm. Then they say, based off of that, here's what we saw. The issue is that Gallup does party affiliation tracking, which fluctuates right now in uh, in September. The September 14th tracking for party affiliation for Gallup was D plus five. It fluctuates wildly. And as of the latest, it's R plus one. So if right now polling is 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 built is ba- being based off of party affiliation numbers from you know last week, last month, or whatever, the party affiliations fluctuate dramatically. Do the polls have twenty seven percent Democrat? No, they're like thirty five. Mm-hmm. So they're oversampling Democrats. They try to account for this. The polls say like our margin of error is this. We believe we have a, a mean bias in this direction for this reason. But what people need to understand about the polls is that. I respect the experts. I do. I'm not a pollster. But when they come out with a poll and they say, we believe we have a bias in this direction and a margin error, margin of error in, you know, of this size for these reasons, they're telling you they don't know. They're just giving, giving us professional expert opinions on what they think is going to happen based on what they've collected. What ends up happening then is you've now got Rasmussen, which is like favorable to Trump very often. Trafalgar group says Trump's going to win. Trafalgar group straight up came out and they were like, Trump's going to win reelection. Hands down. You've got the Democracy Institute saying Trump is up by one point. But then when you look at all these other polls, they're like Biden's up 16. Hmm. Then what ends up happening is news outlets that want to favor their candidate will highlight only that poll. In a, in a new CBS News poll, Joe Biden is leading Trump by yes. 12 points. And then people say the polls are wrong. Well, sure. If we go off Tra- Trafalgar and Rasmussen and Democracy Institute, Trump's winning. So we don't know what's going to happen. That's and that's why it's fair point. The polls are wrong simply because all of the polls disagree with each other. My favorite thing about polling is that when you look at the real clear politics average, it's like Trump minus two, Trump minus 12, Trump minus four, Trump minus 20. And I'm like, what is this? Okay. Like none of these things, like they're all random gibber. Blah, blah, blah. What, what is the real politics average? The real clear politics average? Yeah, what is that? They take a bunch of different polls from like the past several weeks and then average out the total like, approval. Or, two week yeah. ago one, the seven days ago it's one. The, it's the best way to do it, in my opinion, because they'll 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 put Rasmussen up against, say, like um, YouGov or CBS or something. So you'll see Rasmussen typically leaning in favor of Trump. But Rasmussen was right in their in their national polling uh, predictions for 2016. Wow. They said Hillary Clinton was going to win by, you know, two points or whatever she did. Everyone else was 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 wrong by another point or so. So when Rasmussen right now is saying that Trump's support uh, approval from the black voters at 46 percent, wow. the argument is they were right last time. Yeah. The other thing is Emerson in earlier this year saw the same thing. They said Trump's approval among black voters at 30 percent 
If that's true, Trump cannot he lose. He can't lose. Period. Period. Wow. It's, it's a, it's a longstanding uh, trope, I guess, that if a Republican ever gets 20% of the black vote, the Democrats will never win again. That's fascinating. I was unfamiliar. So whether or not Trump actually gets that. Yeah, we'll see. We just, we actually, actually, I we will. Have, I'm no, going no. to win all the vote. We got this story. Going to win. We got to do it. Oh, yeah. What I is love this? this story. 50 Cent. Oh, endorsed boy. Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Now they're saying he's back. Of course he did. They're saying he's backtracking. I don't think he backtracked. I don't think, I don't so, think, it, I don't think so. Who was that so, lady who was on, who, who's like, I need to remind him he's black. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. That was, she, that was she, like the worst thing. About, hold that on, was hold the on. most white liberal woman Handler. statement I've heard in my entire wait, life. Wait, 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 wait. That wasn't the only thing she said. Oh, no. She not only agreed to I don't give even him... Want to, I'm taking my headphones. I don't even want to hear it. I don't even, <laughs> she not way. only agreed... Now you can hear me better. Now, now I can hear okay. better. <laughs> listen, listen. She not only agreed to pay his tax bill if That's he nice. reconsiders his support for Trump, which I'm pretty sure is illegal. Blackmail. She also agreed to sleep with him. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. Ew. She said, she said, no, go, even, she said, horrible. go it's another horrible. round. That's what she said. Yeah. What? Terrible. I'm terrible. pretty sure that's illegal. That's yeah. disgusting. Just, anyway. And of course, I mean, I'm what? sure they play it off as I'm sure she's like doing a bit, but that's still a horrible oh, thing to say. We're not going to put her in jail. She's just joking. She's just joshing around. The judicial system's a joke. I mean, I'm not like a, like a authoritarian, but at some point you got to lock somebody yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know off. if I'd, I think, I, th- I don't know if I'd, I, I mean, Fit, I think she was joking, but still a horrible thing to say. Well, look, what yeah. do you think, Tim? Okay. Joking doesn't make 50, it legal. 50 Cent said 62% tax under Joe Biden. F that. Vote Trump. I don't right. care if Trump doesn't like black people. Cent. I don't want to be 20 cent. <laughs> nah, that's hilarious. And, and, then, Good yeah. and then Chelsea Handler was like, you know, she, she said all these things. <laughs> then 50 Cent uh, posted again, F Donald Trump. I never liked him anyway. I'm not, I don't, I, I don't think that's a backtrack. That I don't think he either. liked, I don't think he liked Trump in the first place. Okay. He said, I don't care if Trump doesn't like black people. 50 Cent doesn't want to pay all those taxes. Right. Yeah, of course not. A- is this the first candidate? I don't candidate- want to be 20 wait, wait. Cent. I still is, love it. Is this the first candidate to ever run on raising people's taxes? I heard that. I don't know if that's true though. Oh man. Like a president being like, read my lips. I'm going to yeah. tax taxes. people. Many new taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're like me, your taxes are going to go up. Yeah, he's like saying you would raise our taxes, which is great. You know, you you know, know what? People, I, voters love hearing that. Yeah. I love how the, doesn't I, he realize that's one of those things you're supposed to lie about <laughs> as a politician? <laughs> like that's that is that saying is that is you part. are saying the quiet part loud, Very Mr. Biden. You, you know, I love how the media and Twitter have been lying for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the funniest thing. Oh, and then I hear people say it to me, and I'm like, let, let sit 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 down, sit my sit child. Down here, like funny. they're like. Joe Biden's not raising taxes on people. You're so dumb. He's only going to raise taxes on people who make more than $400,000 a year. God, you're so dumb. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a question, my friend. Is removing a tax cut raising people's taxes? Yes. yes. What, do you, what do you mean? Yeah. Well, so Joe Biden said he's going to repeal Trump's tax cuts on day one. Does that mean that people's taxes will go up? Yes. That so Joe bad. Biden is going to take an action that results in your taxes going up. Yes. So Joe Biden is going to raise your taxes. No, he's only raising taxes on people. <laughs> make, oh, he's going to raise taxes dude. on everybody, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so like, well, it's funny because with the everybody? Trump tax cuts, as typically everybody, happens, everybody. as typically happens with the the Trump tax cuts, we actually saw an increase in revenue. But they say that there's a decrease in revenue because they spent more than the increase was after yeah. we pulled it in, which is a ridiculous way to argue yep. uh, that position. Not the strongest, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, so, so tax cuts are good for the country, ladies and gentlemen, and good for individual people. And I'm a middle class person. You know, like I, I, um, I'm like pretty firmly in the middle class making an average living. And the Trump tax cuts saved me a good amount of money on my taxes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all in a big secret. Do it. Uh-huh. 
Did you know that cutting taxes can actually increase tax revenue no, yeah, that's what for I just a jurisdiction? It, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Well, every single time. I mean, the Trump tax cuts did increase revenue. But well, what so, happened was they spent the surplus right. so that, we, yeah, and so they used that to argue that we actually have less money than we did before. Therefore, his tax cuts decreased uh, our revenue. Uh, sorry, it's not for, true. For the ignorance, but revenue is the incoming money minus the outgoing money? No, or no, is no, it no. Just the Revenue income? is just the incoming money. Then how can they say that the expenditures lower the revenue? Because I think that they might have, they spent more They're than lying. they had. So, yeah, yeah well, A, lying, but also they spent more than they had. So <laughs> they were under budget, I think. So then they're saying, oh, well, that means revenue decreased. But, it still so listen, increased but revenue. they still actually, they, like raw revenue actually did increase. The amount that they pulled in, yeah, that the government pulled in here's, was higher. Here, here, here's what happens. Uh, I, I probably told the story on this, uh, on the show before, but there was a, a friend of mine, this is maybe like 15, 16 years ago, a friend of mine, uh, the, uh, her dad was a contractor. Apparently, there was like uh, a Home Depot or something in Cook County, Chicago, and they shut down and then moved like five or six miles away into DuPage County and reopened. And I like we were talking about it. And he said, this is a really good example of raising taxes not working because when they raised the sales tax in Cook County by like 0.02 percent or some really small number, the people who are like the, the, the contractors say, I go to Home Depot, I order my wood. 0.2% over the year averages out. I'm going to lose $20,000. I will drive an extra 30 miles for my orders and for my deliveries if it means I'm saving 20 grand. Heck yeah. So the Home Depot was like, we're losing business because of this. We're going to reopen a few miles down the road mm-hmm. and we're going to save our business. So what ends up happening is Cook County lost all tax revenue trying to get a little bit more. Yep. Because jurisdictions are competing with each other. Yes. So so long as we don't have like a nationwide uniform sales tax, the competition will exist. And then someone in Cook County will be like, I'm going to go buy my expensive electronics yep. in DuPage where the, where the, the sales tax is lower and I'm going to save myself 20 bucks. Yes. It's worth driving a few extra miles. You know why? Yeah. Because business people can still do math, even though politicians can. <laughs> exactly. That's, the, that's the trick. There is superpower. You can order just stuff to, online. Oh. Well, no, I just wanted to bring the receipts on what I was saying earlier. Uh, according to the Congressional Budget Office data. In the 2019 fiscal year, federal revenues increased by 4%, but spending <laughs> increased by 8%. Right. Okay. So they said the deficit spiked. Therefore, Trump's tax cuts didn't work. No, his tax cuts did work. The American people got more money in their own pockets. And it was also better for the government because they actually made more revenue or pulled in more revenue. But they can't get money. They can't take money in without spending more no. than they took in because they have no self-control. And so the deficit did increase. But that's not a problem with the tax cuts. That's a problem with our spending problem. Now, here, here's how it works federally with federal tax cuts because there's no external jurisdiction it's simple if i give a dollar to seamus mm-hmm. he's got to pay 20 cents to the government he now has 80 cents he then uses that 80 cents to buy a widget from you you got to pay 16 cents on your 80 cents mm-hmm. so the more money you guys have the more opportunity for trade so more tidbits keep getting stripped away and given to the government the simple way to put it is if you tax at 30 percent then Seamus only has 70 cents. He can't afford your 80 cent widget anymore. He doesn't buy it. They don't get any tax revenue after the first exchange until later on. So it can slow down or stagnate the market, mm-hmm. resulting in less revenue making its way to the government for, yeah, for expenses. Exactly. For, or, for yeah, yeah. Or, or my business grows. We're actually making much more. I hire more people. Now there's more payroll taxes being paid to the government. I'm sure there are economists wow. listening so, right now screaming about yeah. all the little things. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. <gasps> but, okay. um, I know that, I mean, the the healthier the economy, if you have a healthy enough economy, even if tax rates are lower, revenue is higher because everyone is earning more. And so even though they're giving a lower percentage of their income to the government, it's actually uh, a a larger amount. 
I, in I, total. I, I, I got to say, I love how academic we brought this conversation, considering we started with, with 50, 50 Cent saying F Trump I and Chelsea Handler being like, well, <laughs> hook he, it up, baby. He doesn't want to be 20 Cent. And I, I get it. Well, so, so, right? so totally I'm, I'm, loop, I'm looping it back because okay. of Lil Pump. Let's do it. What happened with Lil Pump? Now, so, I, now 50 Cent wasn't quite able to sway me, but I want to hear what Lil Pump had Lil to Pump. say. Lil, Lil yeah. Pump posted an Instagram photo of him shaking oh, hands with Donald snap. Trump. What is this <laughs> I don't know if it's real. Is it is it a real I photo? I don't know. Here's the thing. Lil Pump is one thing. If Lil Yachty endorses Donald Dude. Trump, then there's no way Lil, that he's losing. Lil Pump made a video where he was like, Something like I think he, I don't know exactly what he said. I thought he said something like "F Joe Biden." No way I'm paying another thirty something percent in taxes. Trump twenty twenty. This this matters to all of these artists because Cardi B did something similar. She's like, I'm looking at my taxes. This is insanity. How are y'all paying this much in taxes? No, she's a fucking. <laughs> uh, pardon my French. Oh my yes. gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, she was talking about how um Bernie is how her guy. I don't understand it. I know. She went from taxes being crazy. <laughs> because because yeah. everyone wants the government to pay for everything while still not having to pay more in taxes. Yeah. Dude, it's really it's really are. simple. It's like, listen, all of us are sitting right here. Yeah. I, I would like to vote to take Seamus's tie. All in favor? Yep. You I'm really? not voting this time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it is your we fault. We did it last time. Yeah, I, I was tricked twice. <laughs> no <laughs> longer. I'm going to vote in favor of Seamus gets a t- keep his tie. Can we get... No, I'm not voting for Ian. that either. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm Go staging on, a Ian. protest. Okay, hold on. Stop, evil, stop. Evil happens when good men fail to act. Fortunately, you, you don't like vote the negative. Right, I would okay, say it's a tie. I have a solution. Wait, I have a solution. It is a tie. I would say it's a tie. I have a solution. <laughs> I vote in favor of taking Ian's shirt. Oh, All, yeah, okay. All in favor. Sorry, Ian. You lose. I remembered. I remember oh, it was there for me. It's your shirt, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> it's your shirt. No, it's not. I took it from you. <laughs> oh, well, I want it back. Uh, oh. So, uh, hey, how do you guys feel about repealing or paring down um, income tax? Oh yeah, abolish the income tax. You think you think abolish the income tax? Yeah. No, I mean, like that's not something we could do today, but eventually, I, I mean. Again, theoretically, I'm okay with some level of taxation because the, there are certain government services that need to be paid for. But historically, but we mostly paid for that with tariffs or, God forbid, sales taxes. But mm-hmm. we, it's not as if an income tax is an absolute necessity for running a government. And you essentially find people. I mean, you actually alter people's time preference based on whether or not they have the assurance that they'll be able to keep the money that they're working for. So you can make the economy, and I would argue do make the economy, less productive just by having an income but, tax. Okay, okay. But, but haven't the people of Earth already proven they lack the cognitive ability of self-management. Therefore, yep. we must tax 100% of their income <laughs> of and dictate on their yeah. behalf with the AI controlling all of their actions. Yeah, of course. How can okay. I forget? No, if, if we, we should just hook everyone's brain into a computer, let Mark Zuckerberg run this whole thing. Oh, God. Jack Dorsey's already running it. Like, that's what true, we yeah. Twitter, is, he Twitter is the interface for the simulation. Could you imagine if like, is you know... Actually, this, the simulation, I understand. <laughs> We're trying to make the simulation more fair for everyone. And the only way to do that is if conservatives aren't allowed to speak. So, oh, could, so, it's so you, we have this image of Jack Dorsey as this like hippie guy with a beard who's talking really slow. But I'm just, I'm loving the idea that like after, you know, I, so I sat down with him, we talked, we talked for a little bit before the Rogan podcast. We talk a little bit afterwards and he very much, you know, is very similar. I'm just imagining <laughs> as soon as he got in the car, he like the, the beard, the beard, the, no, the beard's fake, and he pulls it off, and he's like, <laughs> "Now back to Twitter to take over the world," <laughs> and he's got like a freaky fake movie accent, and like freaking knew it. I imagine Twitter headquarters inside. Everything's like all of the walls are are black metal paneling with red lights everywhere, mm-hmm. and they all wear these like uniforms, and it's just Jack saying like manipulating people, choosing political opinions, picking the winners and losers, what stories are allowed, what aren't. Mm-hmm. What if? What if? 
Oh, what if man. you mentioned Jack Dorsey is already controlling everything? Yeah, he is. He's what if it's literally him? I kind of love Twitter. Why is What's wrong with you? I just, I never you're used sick it. humans. I got my account in 2008 when I was doing YouTube. A bunch of us YouTubers were like, Twitter, hey, the next new big thing. I was like, I just got Facebook. I don't want to get a third thing that's the right, exact same things. as Facebook. Right. It's the exact same. If I'm going to do a text message to my followers, I'll use Facebook. Don't bother I'll me do with a new group chat. stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I just recently started using Twitter, like a couple months ago, and I, I love it. I like it too. I like yeah, you can, you know the best I, thing I about Twitter it, is? But I, I, I feel like I, 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 I've learned to love it. You know why? I do. You because just, you're a masochist. You guys, that's called Stockholm no, Syndrome, no, 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 no. You uh-huh. like Twitter <laughs> no, you're because wrong. you're identifying with your captor. You're no, I, enslaved. I, I started paying a bit more attention to Michael Malice's Twitter account. Oh, he's all right. That's fair. Okay, all right. He rules. And I've learned from him because he is the king. when He's literally the king of Twitter. When he responds to Donald Trump, with we don't deserve him. We don't him. deserve him. It's I'm amazing. like, that's it. He's figured it out. So now I don't capitalize letters. I just tweet I random. You don't put commas. You just yeah, right. go. I just, no I'm just, I just stopped Tim caring completely. Commas. And I want them. Like, I, I figured there's nothing you can tweet without someone's, like, someone's head exploding. Yeah, so great. I'm like, I'll just, just don't care. I just, like, I tweeted, <laughs> I tweeted, it'll be really funny if Joe Biden wins because actually it'll be Kamala. Like, I just don't, I just, whatever. I just thought of something. And now I tweeted basically like my shower thoughts. He does. Yeah. yeah. I thoughts in the and, then he, and then he writes S A D in caps with an exclamation. <laughs> Sad. I have Sad. A, a theory Sad. about why you get shower thoughts. I know why it is. Because you're well, there's uh, information in water. Water has. I don't. I no, disagree. I already don't agree with you. Right. Ian. Hypothetically, I, if I was maybe. crazy, I would say there's information in water. So well, toilet Ian. thoughts. Yeah. So yeah. when you're getting bombarded with all this water, you're getting the information of ages <laughs> past <laughs> seeping into your DNA. We, yeah. We don't live. We don't live in Breath of the Wild, where where the liquid information lands. If that's tablet. true, then then Jack Dorsey's doing a crazy job running this simulation. Dude, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. I have thought about it, and I know why it Oops. is. It's because we're isolated from tech. That's all it is. We're not allowed to do Oh, so we have these weird thoughts. thoughts. What, in the shower? Yeah. Well, people had shower thoughts all the time. Shower thoughts yeah. didn't originate exactly. with technology. Don't they say that No, 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 but water? she's saying, like, I, I never think you're, you're removed from distractions. Right. exactly. I'm, I'm distracted. I'm, I'm, look, I'm sitting there at my computer all day, and I'm, like, be reading the news, and then I'll just, like, think of something and just tweet it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't capitalize letters anymore. No, he I gave just, up. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know why? Because it used to be like I remember. Because he doesn't like capitalism. I made a, I made a joke. No, no, you you guys are gonna love this. I made a joke, something about uh, uh, they said Greta Thunberg endorses Joe Biden, Mm. and I thought my tweet was very clearly meant to be like sarcastic or satirical. I said, no, I think it was. I think most people got it, but some people didn't. I said, uh, this is collusion of the highest order. We we must not allow Sweden, you know, to get away with this. Something like that, and I'm like. Greta Thunberg saying she likes Joe Biden is clearly not. Yeah. But I got a bunch of leftists all like high fiving each other and laughing, being like, Tim's so dumb. Oh, he really thinks she's colluding. Sweden. Oh, he's so stupid. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm like, it's hilarious. Yeah. I just, you go for it. Yeah. I've tweeted. I don't, I, 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 I actually, stopped even trying to explain jokes because it's not smart enough to edit. I have yeah. a really similar story. Uh, I tweeted. The, uh, on the topic of Twitter, I tweeted, Twitter's been utterly destructive for society and Jack refuses to shut it down. Why? Because he's made upward of $15,000 running it. Like as a joke, just like yeah, a vast true. underestimation. Yeah. Right. And, then, and then I was like, and I was like, actually, I think it might even be twice that, like more than twice that. Whoa. And there were one or two people who commented like, I think it's more than $15,000. That's how I learned to love it. Yeah. Because I remember I made a joke a year or so ago. And everyone was like, you're so dumb. And I was like, guys, I'm joking. But you, you, no, no, you can't do anything. It, it's like joshing around. No, it's, it's like you, you, you put out a matter. tweet and people can't tell it's a joke because sometimes these things don't read through. 
there's no point in trying to explain it. No. Just roll with it. Just yeah, just get funny. it. Go into it. So my response to people then was like, I just I just went with it. I was like, it's collusion. Ah, like how dare? And then I started accusing uh, 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 Biden of colluding with Kazakhstan because Borat. Borat. Yeah, because oh, of Borat. And people were like. These la- like these people, they're just like, huh, he's doing it again. He's so dumb, and I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm into this. I'm it's just gonna. It, it's yeah. it's a great. I mean, it, it's a, it's a good tactic in some ways because you make some certain number of your opponents look very stupid it's, when it's, they it's, take the bait. That's not it. I'm uh, if I have a joke, yes, I'll is. make a joke. No, no, I'm not saying that. That's the reason you're doing it, but that is like an added benefit. It's like, wow, these people actually genuinely believe this. I think most of them probably know it's a Dude. joke. But my favorite is when something is obviously a joke because I've seen this happen to other public figures where they'll say something ridiculous intentionally, and people will go, "Whoa, you really believe that?" And then when they they make it clear that they were joking, the response is like, "Oh, he's playing it off as a joke now." Mm-hmm. Did you see something he meant? The coyote thing. Yes. When Donald Trump was like, the, the kids are being brought over by the coyotes. Hey, coyotes. Well, and we, then, need to do, we need a wall with fake tunnels painted on it so the coyotes, coyotes will run coyotes. into it yes. and be flattened. Yes. And then you get all these blue checks. I'm just imagining they're all sitting around high-fiving each other. Like they're like, smart. it's the craziest thing. I was talking to this guy I know, and I was like, dude, he's like a leftist. And I said, you got to realize, man, all of these people, you understand they're dumb, right? But they think they're smart. So they're midwits. Michael Malice talks midwits. about this. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> midwits. I love they it. They think they're smart, and they're like, "Trump's so dumb. He thinks dogs are carrying babies. <laughs> what a moron!" It's like, do you have Google? The coyotes are Did not you? dogs. But it's not yeah. the yeah. no, no, no. The crazy yeah. thing is, I saw that. I saw someone saying dogs. It's not the first time that's happened. Yeah. No. In 2018, Vox.com had to write a whole article because their audience is too stupid to know what a coyote is. Yep. So they were like, no, Trump didn't mean dogs. But because they were trying to defend their audience, they're like, but maybe he kind of did. No, he never meant canines or whatever. What's, what's, the, what's the Latin uh, lupus. family? Hey, uh, lupus. That's yeah. wolf. And I'm too embarrassed to ask Tim. But uh, a canine, what's a coyote? A coyote <laughs> is a uh, a child oh, trafficker. A child trafficker. Okay, okay. No, no, no. A, a coyote is a Dog. a brown creature that yeah. walks on two legs and purchases explosives from the Acme Corporation. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump is stupid. He thought that they were bringing babies over. Can you believe that that Trump <laughs> thought wild e coyote was oh, like man. chasing the roadrunner with babies? Trump is so dumb. So <laughs> He's so Andy dumb. Andy Kaufman is one of my is idols. We need to fit. We need a bunch of sticks of dynamite. To stop the thing is, we need to we need to get me a giant helmet and put me we in do. a cannon to but, launch me so, at the coyote. My, mm-hmm. my problem with with satire is that if you're someone in the news or that's like people trust, if you do satire, I am afraid that it draws your entire body of work into question. But you're funny as hell, ah, and I you. think uh, there's something to humor. Like if you weren't funny. That you'd be one side. I'm, I'm willing. I'm willing to bet many of my you. jokes on Twitter are not funny. I don't care. Twitter is my place for sh- for shower thoughts. I'm not a comedian, but I do commentary. So if I make commentary that's potentially humorous or whatever, I'm not. I'm doing commentary. If it, it, it so a lot of people have fallen into, in, into this. So you've got a lot of actual journalists whose job is to be a journalist, but they go on Twitter and they post activism and snarky humor all day. Now I understand they shouldn't be doing that. I do political commentary analysis. And I make jokes in my analysis. Yeah. I would say it's a small percentage, a very, very small, where there's like, sometimes people tell me, like, I watched your video, it was really funny. And I'm like, I'm not doing a bit. Like, I don't have jokes. I don't script anything. I just give my, like, take on things. And sometimes I'll say something. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with Twitter. Sometimes I'll just be like, here's a point. And, like, I'm being sarcastic. People, I, yeah. yeah. I get like that when I would see, like, 
uh, news anchors in movies. And I'm like, wait, are they a news anchor or are they an actor? Mm. And then oh, I, yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah. if they're like Anderson Cooper. Like, is he? You know, you know, you know what really freaked me out was when John McCain was on Saturday Night Live because yeah. he was really good. He was funny. Yeah, I was like, wow. Like, He's actually a good actor. I remember that. That was like, like that was son, right before yeah, the election. That was his October surprise. Oh yeah, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. I'm hoping Trump's October surprise is he brings corn pop out. It's too late. And corn pop. Corn oh, pop tells so. his half of the I story, and it turns pop. out it's completely it different. Like, like Joe, Joe Biden was sniffing his hair and just being like, just all horribly unprofessional <laughs> lifeguard. Wait, that's Trump's October surprise. That's Trump's. He's like, we have the great. We're bringing out the great man who needs no introduction the, the great corn, corn pop. pop the final piece of we hunter like biden's corn laptop. pop we like corn right. pop. He, he, and, the, and, then the final piece of hunter biden's laptop is like yeah. corn pop's contact information oh <laughs> and they're, like, they're able to reach out to him and bring him on stage oh man I you know to, to be completely honest like the weirdest thing about the corn pop story is that it's really obvious joe biden was terrified of these of these guys right like well, yeah, they had they 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 got the the rusty razor, but put why in the barrel, bang him on the the, why, the cement. Why why is why is why is Joe Biden telling us a story about the one time a guy threatened him with a knife and he got scared and apologized? A razor. Well, because he stood out there with a chain because Bill Wright told him the the the, 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 the mechanic who who sh- uh, showed him where all the the uh, pool filter is. Dude, do people like took him in and he said he said if you don't you tell you get that chain that goes across the deep end and say if you don't get out I'm gonna wrap this around your head and I, and if you don't do it then you can't come back and he was right and so Joe Biden went out there and he he threatened Corn Pop he threatened him but also apologized at the same time he's like if you I, think, I should I shouldn't have called you Esther Williams dude, but I'm sorry I I, I called did you did, <laughs> is Tucker Carlson doing the the Bobby Linsky thing tonight I don't, I don't know. know what if what if like what if but what if what if the whole big reveal is that it, the, the 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 secret documents they got was not Hunter Biden collusion. It was just corn pop photos of him. He's like a Still friend. He's, he's a friend of the Biden family. The whole thing was fake. <laughs> it was a false flag, dude. Biden, Biden, Biden made the whole story got up to find corn pop. Dude, he just <laughs> corn to. pop was, searching for corn pop. Corn pop was a good family friend who Biden just threw under the bus. He was and just like completely oh, destroyed his reputation. Lie. And now Joe Biden, like now, now look, corn pop's life is over. It's ruined. He like can't sad. get a job doing you, anything. Oh, you want to be? You want to be? You want to be real though? I'm willing to bet Always. the corn pop story wasn't his story. For real, though, right. for real though, for real though. No, plagiarist. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm willing to bet it like happened to his friend. But why wow. would that? Why is that the story you'd plagiarize? Like I don't get why it. Did he, hold on, no, 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 no. Because he's why, like, why, why, why the first Biden to ever work, not work in coal mines and go to college when? That, but like that's kind of a noble thing to discuss. Right. That's not even true, is it? No, no, no. That true. didn't happen. There was a British <laughs> politician. <laughs> there was a British politician who's like, why is it that I am the first in my family to be college educated? My ancestors are working the coal mines. And Joe's like, why did my family work in the coal mines, Jack? And then came up and did yeah and i was the first one to get to go for to the pool filter um and it was it was almost word for word it was like a per it, this wasn't like joe biden plagiarizing some you know pro-democracy pro-freedom banality you could hear any politician say he was drawing from this man's right, right, life right. experience and family history <laughs> uh and but i could understand why because it was kind of an inspiring story why would you make the court like did i you, just did, don't get it i hear what you're saying but it's you see the johnny like, carson bit? lie about about corn pop you see the johnny carson bit from way no. back when we, we we did mention this on the show a couple days ago or whatever but it was a big scandal that he was plagiarizing and so johnny carson was like you know joe biden had to drop out of the race because he's been caught, caught plagiarizing and to uh to calm his staff down he said don't worry there's nothing to fear but fear itself <laughs> yeah Damn. i remember that that's fantastic uh, but, but, hold on hold on hold that on. was four score and seven years ago right yes yeah, yeah, so, like so, wait 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 wait. You, you you ask why did he tell this story and i i, I agree why did he tell us this story but why did he tell the story about the kids playing with his hair 
in the oh, pool. Oh, that's so gross. What is wrong with I that? That was the same likes. day. That was actually the same it day. It was the same. It, it was, was the same he's thing. He's like, I got hairy legs. And the one thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is Did you? Have you ever actually like listened to the full thing? Yeah. It's it's crazy. I, I animated it's, it's, the corn pop story. He did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did. So I did. We had like two and a half minutes. It's um, but what, it's it's like, or myself when, and my team. I can't when take all the when credit. when Grandpa is out of it. You know he's out of it, and he's rambling, and you're just like, what do we do? And, and your parents are like, just just let him. He's Abe us, Simpson. You know. Yeah, he's he really Abe Simpson. Is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow. Do, do, are we going to like plagiarizing Abe Simpson? Yeah, so, like oh his entire gosh. persona was Let's lifted off of a Simpsons character. That's just makes sense. Did you see? Did you see? Accidentally called Trump George. That we're gonna yeah. get four more years of George. Yeah. And so, what? so Whoa. well, hold on, hold on. Apparently, people are saying that George Lopez, I That's guess, was, I was hosting it. What? And so he just mixed up George oh, and man. Trump. George well, you're Lopez. It meant George Bush. Yeah. He's well, he didn't say George Bush. He, he didn't say George. George. Because George Lopez was the host. Okay. So, so he thought George Lopez was president. Here's the I'm thing. kidding. He mixed up the names. That's but the point better. is, Jill was sitting next to him, going Trump. Oh Whispering, gosh, what's she really? Behind every great man is a woman. No, 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 no. Yeah. Listen, and listen. You watch these videos and you see Jill Biden and Joe, and it's very obvious that we are we are like on the line between a like you've you've got real candidate here and you've got weekend at Biden's here, yes. yeah. and you've got that thin line where Jill is standing next to it. You see that 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 spoof commercial they did, where it's like a movie trailer. Where the, a guy and this woman come downstairs and she's like, wait a minute, that's our candidate and the election's a week away and it's a dead Joe Biden. Oh, no. And then they're like, they weekend at Bernie's him, you know? Yep. Dude, I would well, love to see Jill Biden break down in tears about how sad she is for Joe's. I would feel horrible if that happened. But here's the thing with Jill Biden, just Joe Biden specifically. Let's say he is actually in perfect mental health and it just happens to be the case that he makes these gaffes really often. Let's just say, but let's just say that that is a possibility. Okay. That is still not the person you want leading yeah. the free exactly. world. You don't want that person negotiating you, with foreign leaders. You don't want that person can, giving speeches that need to be given in order to inspire the American people. Like he's got to be able to string uh, some number words? of words could together you, without making you, a serious error. Could you imagine if he's sitting like so Trump is negotiating these historic peace deals mm -hmm. and he's not like he, he just I guess the, and the he, state, ch he challenges Putin to a push up contest yeah, and he calls him fat. <laughs> Look fat. No, 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 no. But he's talking to Putin and he goes, uh, Vlad, we gotta uh, hey, do a deal with the seven hundred uh, trillion billion seven uh, thousand. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah. uh, spaghetti sauce. And mm -hmm. He's gonna if if this dude can't speak and he gets Whatever. names wrong. Imagine if Putin's sitting there and then instead of saying like we're gonna give the U.S. you know we want you to give the U.S. X amount of dollars, he accidentally says North Korea. Oh my God. <laughs> the and then they number. do it. They give yeah. North Korea the money. And like, then, and then, the, no, but then Biden signs a deal and they're like, yeah, sign it. I don't think that, I don't think that could happen. I mean, there's gotta be so, fail safes there, but that's still <laughs> really so. funny. That's I would still like hysterical. So. Biden gets, just gets, I will say that. That would be I a think, great movie. That would be a fantastic film. Like, Joe I think, Biden. I think the corn pop thing is a press, is like, uh, decisive. Like what will happen if Joe Biden gets elected? He's gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna make a big stink and then." Whoa! Cave in. Wait a minute. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome to get some of these Biden? Like he's like addressing the nation. It's like a, it's like an Oval Office address, and he's sitting there. He's like all confused. His eyes half closed, and then we just get a rambling grandpa story, just like randomly. Oh. That'd be kind of fun. It's like you're sitting there, you're stressed out from work, and all of a sudden they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the kind of United fun. States of America." And he's like, "Oh, you know, one time I was going down to get a loaf of bread and." 
Yeah, and then sure enough, as corn pop, he comes back, and uh, you know he's got his knife, and it's oh, like snap. just what? rambling cost, grandpa story hour. You know twenty I mean? cents. I remember before they sliced <laughs> yeah, it. I remember they never sliced bread. When, but corn, but corn, 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 but corn pop had his knife, and so you know I had the bread, and 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 he sliced it for me <laughs> with and, a rusty razor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> he used to put it in a rain barrel and get it, oh bang it on the curb, bang it on the cement. I don't even rusty. know what that means. Oh my goodness. Well, don't you remember Tim? It, it, that's what everyone does a, on the south side of Chicago. Putting, puts razors in a rain barrel. And, like, is it, was this uh, like one of those dang, switch razors or something? Like a straight razor? I think razor? it was a straight razor that you, like, you shave with. Oh my <laughs> and, and, and you'd bang it on a, the rain barrel, put it in the rain barrel, what does bang that mean? it on the curb. What is you this? Just, you'd get it rusty. Joe Biden, I love how he was discussing this, like, as if this was something we should just all remember doing. He's like, oh, I remember you used to put the, ru- the razor in the... I don't remember that, You put the razor Grandpa. in the water barrel, and it's like, I don't remember no, I never did that, Joe. Actually, and I don't, I don't think anyone listening <laughs> did that either. Can you can you imagine as he, he, he progresses and starts, like, losing his filter oh, and then regresses back to, like, you know, the 1960s infancy. or I feel, whatever? I actually feel really bad for him. I don't know how bad his condition is, but, I, like, if it actually is... So part of me thought, like, he just had a stutter because that's what the media has no. been saying. So I was like, mm-hmm. no, I'm totally kidding. He did but first, I'm totally yeah. kidding. He does I'm totally kidding. No, well, he does, now, but he's not... All right, now they're saying he, he has a stutter. he used to when he was a kid. Biden was famous for making gaffes for his right. entire political career. Right. Uh, he There was this weird thing that we saw. We saw it with Clinton, and we also saw it with Obama, where you'd have this, like, really articulate... Uh, presidential candidate and then their VP was just kind of a, a bumbling guy who couldn't <laughs> yeah. say things without gaps like that was kind of Al Gore and and I remember my perception even as a kid was that Joe Biden was just the Al Gore to Barack Obama's Bill Clinton uh, he's just clumsy and he misspoke quite frequently not that he had some kind of stutter and the media never said he had a stutter and now that he's making these ridiculous gaffes in, in you know telling stories about uh, a corn pop and his leg hair I guess they Dude. think that's some kind of impediment, yes. no, some no, kind when of a speech he, when, impediment. Like that's how they're trying to play it off. When and he, there was a woman who, who who said something about this, and some reporter—I'm blanking on who it was—but it was on one of the, the mainstream media outlets. Like you're making fun of him. How do children in this oh, country right, feel right. when they see you making fun of him for his lisp? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Did you see? No, no, no. Listen, Laura listen. Trump. I think was the the, the issue that concerns oh, me is when Joe Biden Joe Biden called Donald Trump Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> It was, yes, the, it was it was the weirdest amazing. thing to me because he goes Abraham Lincoln here's the most racist president we've ever had and I was like <laughs> I was like wait 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 let me stop that could have been funny my my, my brain that tried tried funny. to very quickly decipher this because the first thing was like okay my immediate assumption is Abraham Lincoln over here he, he beat said George no 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 hold on I was like. He, is he, he said Abraham Lincoln here is the most racist president we've ever had but then I'm like there's no way he would call Trump Abraham Lincoln on stage. Is he saying Abraham Lincoln is the most racist, like the actual no. Lincoln? No, 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 that can't be either. So, you, wait, hold on. He called Trump he, Abraham he meant Lincoln? meant to say this guy talking about Abraham Lincoln is the most racist president was we've ever Trump, had. Was Trump he, talking he, he about Abraham Lincoln? Yes. Yeah. Okay, no, no, that, no. then it he makes a little more sense. Er, no, no, stop, it's, stop, stop. Early on, <laughs> Trump said... I have done more for the black community than perhaps yes. Abraham yeah, Lincoln. Except Abraham Lincoln. Since That's Abraham right. Lincoln. Since like, Abraham I've done more for the black community except perhaps Abraham Lincoln. Since, I remember, so, so hold on. So wait, wait, which, which, was, which was also oh, yeah, a hilarious since. moment. Like for I liked, sure. I was, that was I dying at that. Yeah. So, yeah. But for Joe Biden to think he is getting Trump by calling him Abraham Lincoln <laughs> oh was gosh. the craziest no. thing I'd ever heard. Is there no Obama gets sworn in on the Lincoln Bible? His whole thing is he wanted to be just like Abe Lincoln. Yeah, at first. But then he realized he was selling out. And then, well, you know what I mean? He, he was, yeah, proceeded over the beginnings of a civil war. So I guess they weren't yeah, so they different. Kinda, yeah, yeah, I wish Obama did. had gone fully did, Lincoln. But did you? But no, no. But yeah, I bring this up. Two months before I, he got I bring this up because of Trump's response to being called Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, he loved it. 
He was yeah. he was I just like they call me. No, 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 listen. Honest Dan. No, no, no. no. Honest Dan. He said something like you just called me Abraham Lincoln. Where did that come from? And Biden was like, ah, bah, uh. it's like he had nothing to say. Like he didn't understand. And Trump was like, you just called me Abraham Lincoln. What is this? What is that? And he, and he like Biden looked crazy. Yeah. He looked nuts. I want to pull that up. I wish we could pull up clips can you pull and that show up, on the show. Can we yeah. can Jamie, evolve the show I to can, do that? I can look at it, but yeah. Jamie, eventually yeah. we'll be, we could probably, I would love to get that like Liz, stuff up and show Jamie. little clips while, while we're talking I'm sorry, about it. Oh yeah, we normally can, but <laughs> we're, we're in, we're in, we're in super chat mode. That's why we are technically in super chats, guys. Yeah. So I want to watch that. We should switch. Yeah. Let's switch over. I know. I actually really want to see that. It was so good. Donnest Abe. I could believe it. I love Thank it. You. He Thank called you. Trump. Liz, I'm glad somebody noticed that, That's Lydia. Right. I and it. I called you Jamie. Don't, I'm a horrible rude. friend. I thought person. that was like, Dennis did he Dennis just, did, is Trump going to bump <laughs> never up? Lied. Like, never lied. Trump, sh- Trump should want a commercial like of, of, of Joe Biden calling him Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. Call I love him it. Like no, but, but Joe, Joe Biden posted it to Twitter. He, he clipped it. And then he, he posted Twitter like he's trying to reclaim That's it. That's right. I saw that. No, um, yes. I, actually, my girlfriend was just talking about that, how like the, the clips that Biden was posting on his Twitter still had gaffes in them. Yep. Yes. I was like, this is the best you could do. There's no way to avoid it. <laughs> yeah. There's not. He called. No, but he tweeted out, Abraham Lincoln over here. And I was like, did he think posting a clip of him call, like to make sure everybody sees it was a good idea? Is this guy trying to lose? No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Joe Biden's traveling around the country, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. going to like three states the next week, but he's... But why? He's trying to secede. No, wh- wh- he wants to fight Abe Lincoln. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Answer, answer me this. Why is Joe Biden going to any of these states? I don't know. It's a campaign, what? a presidential campaign. But but no one shows up Do and he doesn't crowds. speak to anybody. He's, There's no dude, crowds. Dude, he's in like a Pope mobile. Wow. Like have, you, have you seen <laughs> these things? Completely like, insulated from everything. He's yeah, not he spe- Did you see that weird video of Cher? No. That really weird so video? Weird. There's no one in the audience. And she goes, who do we want to win? And they go, oh. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> yeah, they don't know. Amazing. I'm they just groan like that. I'm not kidding. If she had said, it. who do we want to beat? They would have been like, Trump. But they're like, she who said, do we want to win? They're like, well, technically no one. <laughs> but like, we'll take Biden. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, you got to hear it because it's the crazy. It's one of the craziest Should political videos. If you can, I I'll want to do pull the Abe Lincoln it. thing up, please. Yeah, the Abe Lincoln. Oh, the Abe Lincoln. Okay, let me see if I can find <laughs> it. The Abe Lincoln thing's on my Twitter, but no, no, seriously, oh. this share Shameless thing. Shameless plugs. And in. then, and then she's like, <laughs> she goes, okay, I guess I'll sing, and then I'll go, and then the music starts playing, and she's singing, but she's standing there like, and then like her lip sync was off. But oh I kid you God. not, she goes, who do we want to win? And she's stuttering. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm being serious. Joe? Is it like Joe? No, they're just groaning. Oh. They're like, are they going on? They're, no, they're saying Joe. Yeah. I think you got to find I the tweet. I was saying okay, Boo Earns. Boo Earns. Look up the... No, 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 not this. Not this. Google, Google search um, what is going on here or something. Okay. And like... Twitter. If I can find it in like two seconds, we can look at it. And if I can't, yeah, it was just tweet. Like someone posted a clip. It was so weird. What is going on here? <laughs> on here. Twitter. Twitter. That's fantastic. So find this. Right. Funny. His base is energized. It's uh, this has yeah. been the most His entertaining base- month. Of the year for me. I don't yeah. know about you guys. 100%. No, I hear. Well, well, Biden's base was energized, but then they had to put a lid on it, and so now they're oh, they uh, they to slow it down. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah exactly. Too much. Like got to take a nap every now and again. Share Biden rally. Share the day. It's too, you're too tired. Burn it. Burn oh, it man. Yeah, I've seen some of the weirdest, like, political videos coming out of the Biden campaign. I have to wonder if they're really trying to lose. So anyway, here, here's, this is why I asked about, like, what is, why is Biden going to Georgia or whatever? 
He's not campaigning to anybody. Why is he going? He sh he walks into a closed room. There's no one there but a few reporters. He gives a speech and then he leaves. Wow. Yep. He's not firing anybody up. Either they're trying to lose or they're so confident in their cheating, they don't need to actually do anything to win. Yeah. Oof. Well, that's Probably the same both. thing that happened last time, right? They just assumed they were going to get the vote so they didn't actually do the proper campaigning. Like Hillary didn't visit the states she needed to visit because she just assumed she was going to yeah. win. I would like to think that they're smarter than to make that mistake again, but they did nominate Joe Biden, right? Dude, yeah. what did were we, you did thinking? We, did we talk about this last time I was on? Um, I remember having this conversation with somebody, but basically... I think we did talk about this, but for my entire life, the Democrats and left-wing people just found it hilarious that Reagan's mind started to go towards the end of his presidency yeah. and how ridiculous and incompetent Republicans were for having a, a president who was starting to lose his mind. And it's like, okay, like you guys chose Joe Biden to be your candidate when there were other options, when he was clearly not in a place to make any real decisions for himself, let alone the country. And it's a bunch of people with mental problems that put him in that position i think i, I think, think a lot of these right. 60 70 80 year olds that are like still relevant <laughs> do you think that's fiscally? it they remember corn pop too or yeah. do you think, do you like, think it's just the, this. they're like dude i remember oh, i do i do remember I putting do razors remember. in the rain barrel like i, I did that these millennials Biden. Were, yeah I, I, I mean i thought bernie sanders was gonna get the nom did you 100%. really yeah. you are so optimistic he had the fire i don't like bernie but that is an optimistic take and yeah. i appreciate it that about you but like he had the voter base and all of a sudden biden get got all his news attention and then they were like and it's biden but bernie blew it because bernie basically begged them to not nominate him he didn't fight hard enough yeah, look what did. trump did yeah. trump was like these people are horrible they're part of the swamp they're monsters we're gonna drain it get rid of them they're screwing you and your family over bernie sanders would would talk uh about like sort of his narrow area where he's very proficient at speaking which is basically about income inequality and what conditions are like for the working class and how we can help them through his model and whenever it came to the other candidates who are actually responsible in in large part for the problems that working class people in this country are facing you'd say like oh well like i like this person they're a, they, i know they're a decent human or i know that like trump didn't play that game at all he didn't pretend to be friends with them and he also said and this is important he did not say that he would endorse whoever they nominated if you if if they stole if they stole it from you last time and then this time they're asking you if you will endorse the candidate nah. if you're not nominated. You are literally begging them. You are you are saying to them, please take this from me. Steal it from me. I will endorse whoever you pick instead of me. And that's what Bernie Sanders did. So it's Bernie, his, it's Bernie, his own Bernie fault. Bernie sold out. Yeah. yeah. Sure did. We got the tweet. Okay. Yes. I don't know if we can hear it, though. It's the least racist person. I can't even see the audience because it's so dark. Wait, I think I can. I'm I the least who's in the audience. I'm the least racist person in this room. Okay, Vice President Biden, Abraham. let me ask you very quickly, and then I have a follow-up question for you. Please. Abraham Lincoln here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history. He pours fuel on every single racist fire. Every That's single hysterical. one. Started off his campaign oh. coming down the escalator saying he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists. He's banned Muslims because they're Muslims. He has moved around. I don't think they're going to show the part where Trump's like, what? Across the board. <laughs> Look at his I'm face, not though. About the poor boys. Last time we were on stage here, he said, I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. This guy is a dog. The poor boys. The poor boys. The poor boys. Dude, yes. that's hysterical. <laughs> also, <laughs> the poor so boys. one tweet. I watched, I, I didn't watch the entire debate, but I, I watched the part where, where Trump said that he was the least racist. And I I didn't catch Biden calling him Abe Lincoln. I must have yes, only been half in it. That's Abraham hysterical. Lincoln. Why did I miss that? When he goes, we and I also love that Trump says he's the least racist person in the room, implying that like the people in the audience are more racist. Exactly. Than 100% more racist than he is. Dude, I love it. But no, it's hysterical. And in, in Biden's response, 
response was fantastic. And Trump did a much better job this time because he just let Biden talk. Exactly. He kept yeah. interrupting him the first time. It's yeah. like, no, you just got to let no, Biden just go. Let him do let, give him enough rope. Seriously. I was. Well, able, oh, we're gonna yeah, say go ahead. I, was, I didn't watch it the night of. I watched it the next day and I put the YouTube video on 1.25 speed. That's so right. much better. That's uh, right. Yeah. I think uh, what happened with Biden, I just enjoyed watching Trump's face. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the reactions. Like, that's the least racist. Oh, the present. end. Yeah. With, no, no, the part with the uh, banning the uh, fossil fuels and Trump yeah. goes, oh, oh, dude, yeah. Do you know? What, you know what, dude? It, this would just break the internet and the world. Mm -hmm. uh, dare I say, mm -hmm. if Trump just did like a just got a Twitch channel and did a stream, he's banned. He's banned from Twitch. Are you serious? Yes, yes isn't that dude? Awful? If he just got like, <laughs> if he just did like the Twitch stream thing with his face as an icon in the corner, just like watching and reacting to like a Joe Biden rally, <laughs> Man. he's like yeah. just like making his face like, what is this? What is he talking about? What is, what he is this man? About? He's been in government for He's dead. Nothing. He's years. used it. Yeah. Wow. Forty-seven years. He's dead. Nothing. That would be beautiful. Dude, you know how many super chats he'd get? Like, know he would raise enough money to run his campaign. He would rake in so much money to win the election. If you are listening, make a YouTube channel. You don't. You don't get it. A Twitch. He Listen. could use a fake name like Bonald Brump, and then yeah. just, he'll just use Drump. <laughs> like, yeah, use Drump, yeah, and then Trump. make a Twitch channel, and they won't know, and he'll just. Wait, wait. What do you think AOC is going to do for her her presidential run? Oh no, she's going to be oh, on no. Twitch taking you know bits from Amazon, oh, no. and she's going to be doing super she's, chat. Then what's the one thing you can't? Say? I mean, she's good at marketing herself. Ugh. I disagree with her. It's the best on, she on, I disagree with her on basically everything, but you know, like she knows what she's doing. She's not, she knows yeah. how to appeal ten million to the followers now. She has a good crew too. I think her crew is really the good marketing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think. She's just uh, good at generating press, like being a spectacle. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and you know what, what was it? She recently complained that Trump called her AOC. She got all offended. Yeah, it's things like that where yeah. you know I'll, I'll tell you this: one really important way to get press attention in this political world is to purposefully gaff. So AOC says something that's absurd, like "How dare Trump call me AOC?" Mm -hmm. and then her opponents are like. Woo! And free then media. free media. Well, that's Trump that's the same the thing. thing. Um, people people will appreciate a likable idiot over an unlikable genius. So if you go out there, I'm not necessarily saying AOC is an idiot, right? She says a lot of stupid stuff. But if you go out there and you say something really dumb, but you are likable, and AOC, for as much as I disagree with her, she is indeed very likable. She is, yeah. And so getting eyes on herself is really good for her brand. She's she doesn't cute. have to hide away. Yeah. And, yeah. and she's, again, like she, that's why she's doing this. Uh, she was doing a, a Twitch stream where she was playing, what game was it? I forget. Uh, Among Us. Stupid among game, us yeah, yeah. And, and so even if she makes these gaffes people will like, oh you know it's only human everyone makes mistakes but she has this factor of likability that i don't see in other politicians so maybe i'm a little more friendly to her even if she's just clearly wrong about x y and z whereas i mean there there have been political leaders in the past who frankly i mean usually they don't get very far who don't make quite as many mistakes but they're just like ron paul they're boring i wish he, i love ron paul yeah. actually i don't see i disagree i think ron paul was unbelievably charismatic the, really? the fact yeah the, the fact that he was able to get young people as invested in the issues that he got them invested in is really unbelievable like how do you get how do you get college students interested in monetary policy and like high school students yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, right, guys, it, all those movies well, man they made people crazy that's true but ron paul was also and here's what's great about him ron paul was the most donated to candidate by combat veterans wow um, in dude, all of american history so and this well and this is also part of why the only real anti-war movement we could ever have in this country would like have to be a conservative anti-war movement or, or a libertarian anti-war movement. Um, Why is that? And I think there are a number of reasons. I think that one thing conservatives have an advantage at when it comes to helping people who've been involved in wars see the error of it or want to adopt a, a more dovish foreign policy is they can say, like, look, 
I agree that all of the things that you believed you were fighting for and were told you were fighting for are good things. I think it's noble that you believed you were doing the right thing, that you went over there, but like, let me lay out why I think that you were being lied to and why these wars were not actually good for the American people, right? The, the right wing can do that. The right wing can say, you thought you were fighting for our country. You thought you were fighting for our flag. You thought you were fighting for God. Those are good things to fight for, but I don't think you were actually fighting for them. I think you were lied to. Let me explain that. Whereas with the left, they're like, the flag in this country and, and Christianity, these are all stupid things and it's dumb to ever want to fight for them. Like their movement is so unwelcoming to veterans who might reject the wars later on, which many of them do. I mean, one, one of my best friends, is, he fought in Iraq and Afghanistan and he's the most anti-war person I've ever met in my entire life, but he's extremely conservative. And that's one thing he would always complain about is that every single anti-war movement he would try to get involved with was explicitly left wing. Yep. And so if we want an anti-war movement, it has to be an anti-war movement that's welcoming to veterans. And even if the left wants to claim that they are, they're not. They just aren't because their values conflict so heavily with theirs. Amen. Well, there we go. 100%. Should we do, should we do the super chat? Totally yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We got a lot of guys. super chats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but for those that don't know, this is Seamus of Freedom Tunes. Yeah, there he is. Check Seamus out Freedom Tunes. Freedom yeah. Tunes on YouTube. It's yes, check funny. It out. Uh, how would you describe it? Political satire? Yeah, I just do like little short political cartoons, punchy political cartoons, sometimes educational stuff, but just mostly goofy. Dude, that Jack it. Dorsey one, banning the New York Post yeah. story is really Freaking great. It's thank really you. Great. Thank you. Please check it out, folks. Freedom Tunes. That's O-O-N-S. Yes. All right. So super chats. We got Matthew Hammond. It says Trump twenty. 20 on a bullhorn well it's taxed when i have a bullhorn so unfortunately let's see uh about time you or a youtube moderator unshadow banned me from your chat what What was that all about anyway couldn't even send super chats that's weird i don't don't think we have any moderators prevent someone who was it that said that uh this is rosin and nanti you're not so much for free speech tim i know i would never we're explicitly anti-free speech here in the super chat sorry guys no youtube is like you you can't say certain words i believe it won't work yeah Sorry, dude. I'll look at Kendall it. Kendall says, "Does Freedom Tunes have a Venmo? Money on there to donate?" Oh, that's I wouldn't. You have a Patreon I or something? No, I do have. I, I have I've, Patreon. Yeah, I've got. I, I have Patreon. Why? Um. Well, the Why? reason I have Patreon is because we tried using Subscribestar, but it just was not raising enough money for us to realistically keep churning a cartoon on uh, out every month. Um. And also, all of the other tech platforms like YouTube and Facebook are and Twitter are just as bad as Patreon, but we still use those because it's how we can get our message out. So, yeah, Patreon.com/slash/FreedomTunes or PayPal.me/slash/FreedomTunes if you want to donate to what we're making. Uh, I do have a Venmo. It's it's like my personal. Venmo, but I don't think it would hurt if I threw it out there for anyone. Yeah, I don't up, remember man. the name of the account. Well, uh, I, I got a quick question. Mr. Oh, Sparky yeah, says one, yeah. it's from at eight o'clock. ACB oh, got confirmed fifty-two mm-hmm. to forty-six. What? So 52 to who 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 didn't vote? I don't know. I, I is it, is it, it AOC? You mean ACB? Did you say? ACB. Yeah, I see AOC. Oh, I'm just stupid, as it turns out. Okay, all right, okay, all right. So 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 my Venmo is at. Shame it. See, my name is horribly difficult Seamus. to pronounce and spell. Seamus. So it's S at S E A M U S dash C O U G H L I N. If you want to support the cartoons, Seamus I mean, Coughlin. We're doing, yeah, yeah it's Coughlin. basically that's spelled Seamus yeah. dash Coughlin. Um, we're doing actually right now, we are doing uh, decent on ad revenue, which is really uncommon. We've had that's a great cool. past couple of months, but Happy the day. ad revenue is really unreliable and it'll, it'll go up and down. So crowdfunding is mostly like what we can depend upon for something sturdy. So yeah, if you want to help us make more, please donate especially because we do really short videos oftentimes and youtube the two things that youtube doesn't like are like conservative content and animated content and i do both and short content and short content yep. yeah and i do i do that's what well, i do um, i have i have i have good news that'll cheer you up mm-hmm. oh on election night we're going to be serving 
Jill Biden's famous yes. famous chicken parmesan. Oh I'm there. I was debating yes. showing up. Do it. <laughs> really, I'm really. We're gonna make included. it. I'm we're really gonna, pumped. So she she put out this tweet. She's like her famous recipe for chicken parmesan or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's basically just chicken parmesan. Yes. We're gonna make That's it. That's fantastic. And it works. It works great. no matter who wins the night. I know we're not gonna know who the winner is. Chicken parm. But if Biden wins, then you have to eat it unhappily. Like oh, we're eating Biden's. Uh, but if if Trump wins, you get to gloatingly like, like <laughs> and eat the chicken parmesan. I love chicken parm. That's like eating your eating out of your Jeb guacamole bowl. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes. Do they have those? Can yes, I, that was a thing. Can oh I have the Jeb God. guacamole no. bowl? Yes, it was. I'm going to buy so many. Let of me those. make sure I'm not being fake news. Hashtag yes, fake news right you. now because Dude. I. But I remember seeing this, and I'm 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 pretty sure I would I would not have said it unless I was. Pretty I'll buy sure. a bunch of them. We're gonna we'll serve guacamole out of those Jeb bowls, man. Yeah, yeah, Jeb guacamole bowl. Weird men. You, um, okay. <laughs> Jeb guacamole bowl affairs. This is from Amazon.com. I, I think they're in short supply because I don't know if you guys know Jeb's uh, campaign has been suspended. No, um, but I know, I know. Here's how Jeb can still win. Um, oh, no. At Amazon, we have official Jeb Bush 2016 guac bowl guacamole. Yeah, so you you can. Yep. They're gonna sell out. So and get them all everyone's buying them right now. Yeah, I know. Everyone's it, buying them right yeah. now. And isn't it interesting though? I just pulled up this article. How even like left wing um, platforms and publications will still sometimes promote a conservative if they're establishment enough. That's like the, the beauty of the, capitalism. It, well, this is... Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. There, this is an NPR article on revealing Jeb's secret guacamole recipe. <laughs> I, need to, I need to stop you. Wait. Yeah. I think you may have just made a terrible mistake, Seamus. What did I do? You see, now we've got 40,000 or so people watching. Oh, no. And they're all going to go buy these guacamole bowls. Hold on. And Jeb is going to re- resurrect oh, at no. the very no, no. last no. minute. No. That was the real election. That's the 2020 election. He sells 40,000 guacamole bowls. I know bowls. the 2024 candidate. He buys, he buys a billboard. You don't want Biden. You don't want Trump. You want Jeb. Yes. Jeb. And no, then people true. are just like, I'll take it. I want it. And that's how it's you get Jeb. Dude, I honestly, I'm about I, I Look, if that happened, so be it. No, <laughs> he so runs in 2024 okay and he if wins. Jeb wins because of me. Just at the last yes, moment, he's like, you know what? Maybe God. I'm going to do this. I yeah, sold man. so many guacamole bowls. I was able to buy all the ad space, the YouTube masthead, just the most oh, expensive yeah. real estate and advertising. YouTube banner ad, please. Oh, and, and it's all all of it is is that meme of him going like, ah, with Even the country is all Jeb. PR for Jeb for the next X amount of years going forward. A banner ad of him eating that guac. That's all I need. Just have to eat guac. Can I? Am I legally like? Can I? Can I? Can I post a Jeb ad? Like, am I allowed to do that? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure you are, right? Didn't we just, can I just waste this money like with, and like with... get a billboard of Jeb? Yes. Just like, Jeb! I, all right. Jeb guacamole <laughs> yeah. bowls. This is not legal advice, right? But I, we were just discussing this earlier, how when, when it comes to like campaign finance laws, there's really no law, as far as I'm aware, against like using your platform to promote a particular candidate. There aren't any hoops you have to jump through to do that. So maybe, Tim. I mean, frankly, I think we just did a great job uh, promoting Jeb Bush right now. I would now. say so. I, I I really do hope that by the time we finish, I can still pick up some of those guacamole bowls. Yeah, I'm looking right now, like they, anxiously. I should have got one. Yeah. 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 Dude, they, I just created that? a Jeb Bush guacamole bowl bubble. And economy. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be on right eBay before, <laughs> right before the election. Make some hires. <laughs> right yeah, before yeah. the there's gonna be There's going to be a BuzzFeed article. Why is the price of the Jeb Bowl guacamole bowl spiking? <laughs> so It's at $3,000. I have bad news. It's so like Bitcoin. Right now, I'm mostly seeing on Redbubble, I'm seeing things like t-shirts. No. I'm seeing like stickers. So I don't see the actual bowls. I saw one on Amazon. Maybe you're just not looking hard Maybe enough. someone Possibly. bought it. That's possible. Maybe there was one left. Oh. oh. And now it's worth a million dollars. 
customer. Oh, these. This is customer reviews. So I don't know if these are actually. And these reviews are not that great. Oh, They're all no. like one star, dude. These are all bunch of one oh, star no. reviews. This is hysterical. Oh, oh, what of them There's one five star review that says fantastic bowl, and there's a two star that says meh, low energy. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. All right, all right. Okay. Now that now that right. we've we've gotten okay. our, our guacamole bowl fixed, let's read some super chats. Yeah, you're oh, right. I'm gosh. sorry. David Nash says, "Hey Tim, you need to get on. Um, you need to get Mora Moynihan on." She's a journalist with the Epoch Times. She's an hmm. astonishing body of expert knowledge, especially China's global strategy history. Read Tibet Uyghurs would be superb guest, and I've made her Very aware cool. of you. Stay frosty, brother. Very Interesting. Cool. We'll, we'll definitely look into we'll it. Is it Epoch or Epic? Epic. Epic Times. Epic Times. They always talk know. about China, right? They're the people mm-hmm. who do the ads They're before the every China single YouTube video. Yeah, yeah, like, look at this. Look at. Let me show you this newspaper about what China's doing. It's like, look, this is really sick. And then he like pulls so out. He's very hip. True, yeah. They used to be. Yeah. They used to be considered uh, credible by NewsGuard, mm-hmm. and then NewsGuard changed because they said it was really funny. There was one story they did about a Trump rally. And they said they didn't include any negative information about it. Therefore, they're pro-Trump and not disclosing that they're pro-Trump. Therefore, they're not credible. So I kid you not. I was like, Sounds they pretty just, logical to me. just reported on the rally that it yeah. existed. Like, what do you, what? that's crazy, man. Oh, I'd love to have a China person on. A ch- oh, I, was gonna say I would too. Yeah. What are you yeah. saying right now? You know now? what I was going to say. What's going what on? Oh. Cancel him. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, this is... Right. Just, a, just a talk about it because I need more information. You mean a an expert China? on an Chinese, expert, Chinese human expert? Go. Oh my gosh! All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's survive Sam- super chats. Here. Samuel Eddy says, "Time traveling Tim Pool visits his younger self, telling him he's voting for Trump." Young Tim's reaction, present. Uh, young Tim's reaction, present Tim's re- reason in response. Then an older Tim Pool from farther in the future, and he sounds like Alex Jones. Yep. Perhaps. We're now in the Alex Jones phase. There's always something to look forward to, Tim. Kid Truck says, just voted Saturday. I know you might not relate, Tim, but it felt good to press the button for Trump. Boom, I was bitch. too young to vote in 2016. Also, have you seen the DonaldTrump.watch website? Very scary. I did. What's you know, that about? It's, it's where it lists. Uh, so they basically took all the FEC data of all Trump's donors mm-hmm. and plotted it on a map so you can see where they all live. Yeah, I don't like that. That's a good idea. That's probably really safe. So what if someone yeah, did it to Biden? Cool. You could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Did that to Biden? It, uh, I think that would be harassment, Tim. That's but, wrong. But hold on, that would be yeah. wrong. Yeah. Well, think about what would happen if Doing someone that to Trump. But right, think about what would happen if someone made Biden watch Biden dot watch. The media would go insane, right? Yeah. And then wouldn't it be weird that the media would be like, "Oh, how could they do this?" It's like Donald Trump watch exists too. Mm-hmm. How yeah. is that any different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The media would clearly freak out over the Biden thing. Meanwhile, the Trump thing staring everyone in the face. I think a lot of that double standard has has slapped people in the face since mm-hmm. 2016. Like the obvious lies. The, just ridiculously obvious lies. I had a friend tell me recently that people in their family you don't even watch mainstream news anymore because it's all just obvious lies. Good for them. I know a lot of people like that in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. The weirdest thing is, you know, I used to watch I ain't watching I, the mainstream media I used to watch CNN anymore. all the time. I used to have CNN on all the time about a year and yeah. a half ago. And it started getting worse and worse. And I think it was around the time that there was like uh, a storm was coming. There were like riots happening in some country. And then CNN was just like, well, Donald Trump. And I was like, okay, this is getting weird. Like, I can't, what, as I turn on Fox and Fox actually had the news. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, the, 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 the CNN challenge, you know, turn on news and see if you can find it. Yeah. What's well, interesting how biases really manifest. Uh, Fox News will give you a very conservative spin or not like a super conservative spin, but like an establishment conservative spin on a story. CNN will just straight up not tell you the story. Right. 
So uh, Karma and Kerosene says, Tim, come check out our band on YouTube. We're called Karma and Kerosene. Mm. We write heavy guitar music with pro-liberty, anti-authoritarian themes. We're trying to make American music great again. Very cool. Well, I have, uh, I have some, some big news. Ooh. I think yeah. we're like less than a... We're, yeah, I think I'm like five days away from releasing my music video oh, for Willow Man, Soul. I'm so excited. Yeah, I can't I believe how good it sounds because I did not think I was that good at music. But <laughs> once, the, once the producers go through it and like... You know, uh, so I did the guitar, the vocals, and I wrote the story yeah. and the lyrics and everything. The video is incredible. I'm yeah. so excited for this. And I actually, really I asked to help with the video, and Tim slapped me in the head. It's true. I watched just it. square across the face. Several, I several expletives I don't and know racial slurs and it was just Irish horrible people. things. Yeah, just all these anti-Irish <laughs> slurs. It's true. And I've never asked to work with Tim again. Frankly, I didn't even want to be here. The way I wow. see it is, Oof. you're way more Irish than I am. So it's, it's kind of like I take some damage in using the slurs, but you take more. So it's exactly. like acceptable exactly. You know, losses. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm used to it. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is, Mr. Sparky says Clarence Thomas is going to swear in Amy Coney Barrett tonight. I love it. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. Talk about owning lips. Baby. Oh, beautiful. That's hysterical. Good, you know, good old Clarence Thomas. He was educated by Catholic nuns in Savannah, Georgia. Correct, sir. It's my kind of man. I, I don't, both, I don't, both of the, the theocrats of the papal states of America yes. are getting together to strip uh-huh. us of our religious freedom and turn this country into a handmaid's tale is what's happening right now, Timothy. Whoa. You, have you noticed the people who think <laughs> that originalism means they want us to live in like the 18th century? Not that smart. is, no, it's an Amish thing. Yeah, no, they, they, they think originalism, much. like there's people tweeting like, if, if perhaps if you think we should live, you know, according to the Constitution, you think that we should all, you know, wear powdered wigs. Exactly. Well, no, and like, that's, 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 that's why literally... 50 Cent is supporting Trump because 50 Cent was worth a lot more back then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has <laughs> oh much more gosh. purchasing power. <laughs> oh, okay. And he, he yeah, likes ACB. <laughs> right, right. All right. All right, all right. Uh, Keckman <laughs> says, Tim, ACB has been confirmed. Yes. I feel calmer now that she is in just in case the election is contested now. Uh, contested. Now, I know you might not be so open to this, but please, if you can, can you tweet at Trump and have him for a podcast or Shapiro or Peterson? I would love to have any one of the three. I could I, do all three of those voices. Trump's not coming in. Know, I know. have already he said might. that I want Donald Trump uh, on you should. Why not? for dinner. You're, you're, you're the biggest political YouTuber, or biggest explicitly political YouTuber. I think, you can I, hit him I, up. I, I don't know exactly who is, but I had over 100 million yeah. views in one month. Well, we talk about this, like Joe Rogan is the biggest, but he's not like, he talks about everything. Like in terms of people just focusing on politics, you probably I do. Well, so I'll put it this way. On YouTube. I don't know who is the biggest. Oh. But I don't know very many who get so over 100 million. Mm. Dude, yeah. you're one of the hugest in the world. Like, Trump could get. First of all, I you could know, just awesome. upload a YouTube channel with my cell phone, and it would be it would be better. Than I'm bigger than Vice News. My yeah. one one you. of my channels Good is bigger than Vice. That's and crazy. Donald Trump Jr. follows you. Does he follow you on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. yeah you could probably hit him up. That'd be awesome uh, to get him on the show. You should just tweet my videos. Oh, maybe Don Jr. for sure. Maybe 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 Don would Don Jr. would be would Don to come and hang out. Yeah, why not? We're going to do a really big show on election night where we're going to have the cameras turned in just like an open format. And we're going to have like 20 or 30 past guests and different people just showing up. I need to get in shape. Yeah, yeah we start working out. And we're going to and we're going to serve. We really are going to be serving Jill Biden's chicken parmesan. I'm I'm not kidding. Who's cooking that? Uh, is it going to be go. vegan, yeah. Lydia? No, no we're, we're, we are, we are going to make a vegan version. We are. A couple of yeah. vegan pizzas. You're bad. Saying, I'm <laughs> You're angry. What's yeah. happened to this country? Chicken Whoever gonna... eats the vegan stuff, I know they're voting for Biden. Yeah. No, Adam, Adam is voting for Trump. Adam I know. I'm, I'm Trump. just joshing around. We got vegans out here. We got vegans here for Trump. That's true. You know it's bad when the vegans are voting for Trump, man. Oh, man. I thought I thought it was bad when the skateboarders were voting for Trump. I was I was deep down. like I was worried. I'm like, man, are all these skateboarders going to be super 
anti-Trump because I want to invite them out to skate my mini ramp. No, they're all pro-Trump. You know, it's really it's funny. creepy how pro-Trump they are. I, I was talking to this girl uh, a while ago and she's talking about like her neighborhood in Georgia, in, in Savannah. And she's like, she's kind of lamenting. She's like, yeah, well now like neighborhoods changing like all these like, like vegans are moving in. Oh, and I was like, yeah, I was like, is vegan a dog whistle for white people? Like, is that what you're saying? Yeah, she's man. like, yes. She yeah, said, yes. She's like, yeah, you caught yeah, me. You caught me. Yeah, that man. was really funny. All right, I got a super chat. Right, super the other chat. white nerd says, hey, Tim, I can't cover the full $500 Seamus owes you for the Freedom Tune. <laughs> oh, that's But great. hope this helps. Also check out Adam Lichman's 13 Keys. He predicted Biden. But after the peace deals, let me see. There's a, there's a oh, wow. one out of two here. Oh, where's the other? Where's the other? I like where half of that. going. I like that. Uh, I don't know where the other half like is. Anyway, I will say... That's right, Seamus. You've never paid me that money you owe me. Hold on. Here's the thing. I've given you more than that value back in terms of my presence in your life. I'm a good friend. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a ray of sunshine. <laughs> I'm gonna that need you're to see to deal with. for that. Yeah, I don't know. About that. <laughs> Look, you can <laughs> That's fair. Uh, literally, all I've done is just sponge off of Tim. I it's come here, fantastic. I crash, I crash <laughs> on his couch. I eat his vegan pizza. Mm. Yeah, we did. We did have a vegan pizza earlier. It That's was. Scary. Why would Another you tell one. people I did that? <laughs> I really humiliated. I straight up ate vegan pizza, and I'm sorry, mom and dad. For you. So I know sorry. you didn't want my life to become this. We have. Uh, we, we we bought these things from the store that are called Diaritos. And I oh. said, is that Olestra? Is that those yeah, Olestra the, the chips? chips? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Leakage, That's right? it is, stop. Stop being rude. <laughs> they are. Don't be it, rude. Is, it is vegan. Big rude. It's a vegan cheese called Daya cheese. Yes. And they sell Daya cheese burritos. Yes. Mm, so we good. call them Diaritos. Terribly named. Really poorly named. That's I have Diaritos. <laughs> They're delicious. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. very good. I hate the name yes. so much. I, I make the joke show. every time you guys. Don't worry. All right, let's see. What are what are these people in the super chat talking about now? Oh, we got a ton of super chats. This is crazy. That's great. Thank you guys so much. So there's a lot of your fifty bucks, Tim. Yeah, there you go. I love you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Judge Wade says we know that universities are incredibly corrupt and have bloated administration and social justice programs. I support student loan forgiveness, whereby the schools has to pay the wasted Mm. tuition back to the lenders. Yes, yes. And and aren't and aren't a lot of these universities really just hedge funds disguised as colleges? Like they invest all of this extra money and then they sort of have an academic infrastructure on top of it, but they mostly just fill all their positions with like they create a bunch of administrative positions and none of it goes towards educating the students. So they probably a lot of those institutions probably have the money. That's all I'm saying. Maybe now I know. No, I can't actually say that with certainty. I haven't seen the figures, but I, I'm still fine with it. <laughs> if so, anyone so suffers, it should be them. Yes. Someone, someone has said Ian is incorrect. Um, I don't think I'm going to pronounce your name correctly. Uh, D Zochitl. Zochitl. Mm-hmm. Ian it? is incorrect. Oh, D Zochitl. Okay. Uh, Ian is incorrect. President Zochitl. Clinton signed the 1998 ah, okay. HEA where students cannot discharge student loans. Oh, in really? Ian. Yeah, yes. Ian. Wow. How dare you How disparage you the good name of George I W. Bush? Oh my I told you I didn't sign that well, bill. First of all, oh I never you. did that. That wasn't true. That was a guy before me. Oh I wouldn't gosh. do that. Oh, Clinton. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All okay, right. but now, now, now do now do Bill Clinton laughing about it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like gloating, gloating that he did it. Uh, maybe I did shot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what I love about Family Guy? When they made Clinton like a sexual deviant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just made him so, weird. Yeah, so that was yeah, like, they the, made him. One. They made him weird. Yeah, yeah that, that was weird. Him. I mean, like, <laughs> I know. They 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 really oh, pushed yeah, into they, it. They, yeah, of course. So Please. there was there was the one uh, episode the other day. Oh man, I don't even want to. 
I can't even go there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what happened. Do it. So oh, it's please, it's though. the one where it's oh, Halloween man. and it's uh, um, Meg and Chris are in costumes where you can't see their faces. So they're doing Seven Minutes in Heaven, oh, no. and then they're like, "What are they doing?" And then you know, it turns out Meg and Chris, brother and sister, are hooking up in the oh, closet because they couldn't see. That's oh, no. And then they're all screaming like, "What have we done?" And then Bill Clinton runs in and goes, "Oh, I guess we're all getting in on this one." Oh my gosh! Oh <laughs> Bill no! Clinton. It's horrible. Okay, it's next horrible. thing. Next thing. Next big <laughs> super chat. Graf Von Tyrell says, here's to a bountiful salt harvest. Thank you. Hashtag spin the UFO. UFO. Well, I've, I've got bad news, got, but I've got good news. It. Yeah. All right. There's Which no, there's it? no UFO. Oh. But on the way are floating potted plants. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah. Wait, for real? On the way yeah. to what? Spin those. On the way here. And uh, so we have multiple oh. air blowers so we can all spin. <laughs> what? You Dude, I'm so stupid. This? I'm so stupid that when he said on the way are spinning plants, I was like, no, like I didn't see anyone. I was on the way here. They're like, coming. I, they're I coming. know. They're, they're in the mail. <laughs> They'll be here soon. Tim, you didn't tell me. I'm crushed. I'm so excited. I want to get one for my office. That looks pretty darn. Yeah, I'm sure. That's and like, cool. I guess you put, you know, like wheatgrass in it or something. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Maybe we can put like a big flower and it just spins. I wonder what the plant like goes through when you're spinning it around oh. like crazy. They say that's good for plants. Spinning them. At yeah, height. because that's what they do in nature. They say <laughs> like how earth spins. Yeah. yeah, I once see a rose going about a thousand RPMs once. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> It's like oh, took off. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how they pollinate, dude. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if flowers did that? Did you learn about plants? Like just school? walking around outside. Really exciting. And they're spinning and then shooting in the air. <laughs> you have to watch out because they launch. Oh, oh my gosh. So, I so yes. I, I need to live in this world. I can't world. imagine that. Sounds like Here fun. we go. Darth oh, Darth Starbucks says, maybe the solution to money in politics is educating people to be smart about yep. basic political manipulation and the age-old P.T. Barnum tricks that still work today. Here's the thing. I don't know if we need a population where everyone is really well-educated. We just need a population of people who are virtuous, can work for themselves and provide for themselves and yes. their families. And that's a form and of education. Yeah. Like, you got to teach true, them yeah. when they're young. Yeah. That's Your true. Parents you have to learn early. Parents. What if we had a, 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 a just like a culture of people who took whatever they wanted whenever they wanted and didn't have any morals, so they were totally willing to just kill hmm. and steal? That's actually a good that's idea. A pretty good everyone idea. just went around. Like that, yeah. Maybe maybe everybody would go around wearing like leathers with battle oh, axes and just take from whoever. Amazing. That would make me very mad. And oh, then all yeah. that would be all left right, are like super ultra yeah. ripped <laughs> seven foot tall dudes roaming the earth, <laughs> yeah. taking what they want. Meat mad. eaters, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Maximally angry. Yeah. Maximally angry. Correct. Hungry. All right. Here we go. Right, okay. Ronnie. Justin W says, Hey, Tim, my first baby daughter is due in December. God the, bless him. And the top recommended him. baby book on Amazon for my baby registry was Anti Racist Baby. Oh, good. No. Good. Even better. I won't be buying any baby books from Amazon. Why? Do you want to have a racist baby? Well, come on, man. First of all, it is not enough for your baby to not be racist. Your baby needs to be anti-racist. Actively. Actively. Actively actively anti-racist baby. Yeah, man. Joe Jorgensen for the win. That's right. Oh, no. True libertarianism. Wiggles says, removing student loan interest removes any incentive to pay off the loan. How about applying all of your federal income tax towards the student loan? That lowers the debt burden and lowers the governor, uh, government incentive to subsidize colleges. No, I don't think because I will. I'll fine no. them for being late on their payments and not no. undo them. Yes, loan. and you can also just garnish their wages if they don't mm-hmm. pay their, mm-hmm. if they're not paying. Mm-hmm. So your your interest is gone, and if you can't pay, when you get a job, we garnish your wages. What was yeah, the second part that he said as the other option of... Uh, having your federal income tax go to the student loan, to lower, uh, lowering the debt burden and... No. Lowers government incentive to subsidize colleges. No, because then what happens is a bunch of people who decided not to go to college or went to trade school or went to community college so that they could save money are going to be burdened with a higher income tax because they have to pay off other people's debt. Like that, that actually wouldn't be the right solution. Right. Here we go. Stevie P, Stevie B says, target smart and RCP useless. 
Dem versus Republican cancel each other out. Look at independent section in poll. Trump to lose Wisconsin and Michigan. Trump oh. barely wins Florida and North Carolina. PA wow. unclear. That's fascinating. Look, yeah. man, the polls are insanely pro Biden. Mm-hmm. But I, could you imagine a Biden presidency? It would kind be great. Of. He would end racism. Yeah. He would, much, he would forget he would, where he was. Yeah. He'd forget. He'd, He'd be funny. funny. <laughs> He'd fall asleep. He would know what year it was. He'd be really funny. He's forward thinking. Then Cenk Uger would start freaking out. He would forget he was president. He'd find another excuse to go to war. I, I, got, I got to say, though, be, isn't Joe Biden disqualified because he announced he was running for the Senate twice? <laughs> oh. Yeah, he did. Oh, I wonder if there's right. like, could, could you imagine sure if, like, hold on, hold on. Could you imagine Joe Biden wins, but then Trump finds some obscure loophole where because Joe Biden accidentally <laughs> said he was running for Senate, he disqualified himself from running for president. And then Trump wins by default. By the way, I'm a Scottish <laughs> lord. I might have told is, you. Yes. I just mentioned I bought some land in Scotland. What? You, you can buy like 10, 10 square feet or 100 square feet of land, and then they, you can be an official lord of Scotland. Just 100 square feet? Yeah. That's kind you of You can a get lot. one square foot and become a Scottish lord. One square But cool. I think if you hold a title in a foreign country, you can't run for office in the ah, U.S. So snap. I might have to yeah. give away the land at some point. Give it to Buffalo. If I want to get into politics. Or give it to yeah. you, just, just annex it for the United States. Yeah. And then you'll yeah. get elected. You've already gained more land for this country. I love it. Here we go. Tom M says, I think polls are off for two reasons. Definition of likely voter no longer valid. Models aren't correct, i.e. Trump voters crawling over glass. Yeah. Remember the sliding uh, bar model you covered? A couple percent can cause landslides. I'm going to tell you something. I voted. Me too. Oh, no. I voted. I wanted to. I voted Republican, Republican Congress, President, <sighs> yep. Senate for and the now. first time in my life. And then for, there was like something on it about like teachers, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, just vo- I just wrote in Ron something, Paul, Rand something. Paul, and I wrote in Ian. Uh, Ian. I was like, I, I, win. I don't know what did it, what it is. So I'm not voting for people. I don't know them. And I was, I did know the, the Republican. And I'll tell you this, man. Uh, I have friends and family members who grew up Chicago, Chicago Democrat, hate the yeah, Republicans, voting too. Republican. Me too. And if you have gotten me to the point where I could make a video complaining about Democrats and still be like, but I'm not voting for Trump to finally be like, okay, fine. I'll vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. And you got Johnny Rotten doing it. Yeah. And you do, you, you see these videos of like this this young green haired woman who gets in her car and she's like, "F it, why not? I voted Trump." Wow, like it's yeah. going viral. I just thinking about that. her yesterday. So well, yeah, he has secured that the, the green haired vote. Um, yeah, the green haired vote. Sure well, did. no, and, and this is something I noticed myself. I mean, back in 2016, I wasn't a big fan of Trump. He kind of scared me. I thought, I don't know if he's actually going to be a good pro life president. But look, it was him or Hillary. The Supreme Court's really important, so I very reluctantly voted for him. But it's funny. Because so often I remember hearing from left-wing people, I voted enthusiastically for Obama the first time and reluctantly the second time. I feel the exact opposite. Right. I voted reluctantly for Trump the first time. I am voting enthusiastically for him the second so time. Much of that. John Marafa says Walter Mondale promised to raise taxes in 1984 and lost in a 49-state landslide to Ronald Reagan. That's right. Wow. And all of the polls said that Reagan was going to lose. Really? Yes. What? The entire the entirety. I don't know about all the polls, but I know that the mainstream media was basically painting it to to suggest that Donald or I'm sorry that Ronald Reagan was gonna <laughs> was gonna lose the election. And what then it, he won. Whoa. It was it was a landslide. He won. Could you imagine? Dude, they're both populist actors. Trump uses Reagan's slogan. It's the Make second America term in and then, this yeah. is so and then Biden tried to do like a basically the same slogan, but more clunky build back better, uh, which is the same thing. And I saw one, I saw one sign for Biden and I'm not sure if it's one of his campaign's official slogans or if it was just the one that the artist made, but it was like restore the soul of our nation. I was like, yeah, make America great again. Like that's yeah. literally the exact right. same thing. Yep. They don't have any. Could you imagine if we see like the polls being all, all wrong? I, I did look, I tell you what, there's one reason I want Trump to win. In, in the media capacity, I want comeuppance. 
Mm-hmm. I want the American people to be like, what is wrong with these people? Mm-hmm. Because the first time it's fool me, you know, it's fool me once we say, well, the media got it wrong. They made a mistake. We're going to watch them. No, and they, they got Russia wrong. And they got Ukraine wrong. They, they apologize for that, though, Tim. They, no, listen, I'm kidding. I <laughs> want the polls to be like Biden up 20 mm-hmm. and then Donald Trump wins 49 states. That'd be awesome. And then everyone looks at the media and screams, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Maybe. And we had a we had a smaller version of that in 2016. We did. Right. I'd like to see a repeat yeah. on but a it, much but, larger but listen, scale. A lot of people forgive the media for this. Now you got Nate Silver, who's like... They've forgiven he, worse. Nate, Nate Silver tweets, is it, is, it's really bad that I already know what Trafalgar Group is going to say before I even click the link. It's not. Because Trafalgar predict, predicted a Trump victory. It's like, I don't know what they're doing, but I know what they're going to say. And it's funny because I'm like, I already know what you're going to say when I click your link, 538. Yeah. You're like, Trump is losing by 50 billion points. And then I, I open Rasmussen and it could go either way. That's- Rasmussen some days like he's doing good. He's, he's nice. You know, they do the daily tracking thing and it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. I don't trust 538 because everything they say is entirely predictable. Yep. It's like, I know exact. Did you, you know, what's really funny. There was an article. Apparently, 538 has one of their forecast models showing Trump winning California, but <gasps> losing the Electoral California. College. It's no. like, it's like their models uh, yeah. are insane. Here, here's the thing. Um, I made this decision in 2016 that I was just totally out of the business of making any prediction about anything relevant to Donald Trump. But had you asked me a year and a half ago, I would have said like, yeah, I think Trump's going to win. Like, I think he's got has in the bag. This, I'm actually not sure. You know, think things have changed so much. It's kind of, I feel like it's kind of close. And right now? Yeah, I'm actually excited. Like, I don't, it, it's, it's actually like, this is not in the bag for either of them. I'd be, yeah, I would be very sad if, if Biden won, but I, I, it's hard for me to say that I would be entirely shocked. Yeah. I don't know. I know um, that they... And they could steal it too. Like, I, yeah. Because most people I know, most people in my circles and, and most people who I just deal with, online yeah are are voting for trump but that could just be my own very biased circle i don't really yeah. know like outside of that a lot of people are really angry with trump and fed up with him and they've been convinced that all of the social instability we're experiencing right now is a result of his presidency which i disagree with but they see it that way so i could actually see him losing because of that but you i know don't what? agree but it's a possibility i think it's hard for me to believe all the polls are going to be wrong to be honest like, cause these are serious. These are seven points off. Like, this is insane mm-hmm. for all these polls to be wrong. Mm-hmm. But we have several polls saying Trump's winning. Democracy yeah. Institute, Trafalgar Group, Rasmussen. And these are not like pro-Trump organizations, or are they? So Trafalgar Group got Trump right in 2016. Okay. And now they're saying these polls are missing the shy Trump voter, which is going to swing it for Trump. That's huge. Democracy Institute, Sunday Express Silent was British. Majority, yeah. So it's like, if we've got some poll saying he's going to win, is it stupid to just pick the polls you like? That's all people are doing. Yeah, always. But I'll, I'll tell you, man. It's the economy, stupid. Yeah, I think it's Trump is still so Trump right. is still winning the polling on the economy. Yep. And you is mean he? you mean to tell me that for all of listen, if if I told you you go to the you go to the average person and say we're gonna put a guy across the street from you, who whenever you walk out your door he yells random insults like moron, fatty, fat pig, but we're also gonna give you five hundred bucks a month yeah, cash money. I'll take that exactly. They're and gonna be like he doesn't challenge you to do push ups and sniff your kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, compelling. would you be would you be willing to have a guy screaming at you every time you leave your house if it meant you got cash every month? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. He's I'd like, laugh. He's not screaming at me. He's screaming at people who don't like me. Well, you know, he's like look, screaming at the too, media yeah. for the most part. He's like yelling at people who view us with contempt. Would would you Couldn't accept me all that much? The, the way I put it is like this: Imagine you like your toilet breaks, yeah, and it's been broken for a long time. You're really upset, and the plumbers you, you hire aren't fixing it, hmm. and you're like, okay, I'm hiring a different guy. So you hire a different guy. 
He comes in. He's he's overweight. He smells bad. His butt crack's popping out. And he keeps swearing and insulting. He's like, your dog is so dumb. Well, let, let me go fix an ugly dog. And then he fixes your toilet. And he's fixing it. And you're like, wow, he's doing a great job. It's like it's starting to work. We've never our, our plumbing's never been this good ever. That's great, man. And then the other plumbers are outside screaming at you, insulting you, saying you're you're stupid for hiring this guy. Don't hire him. Fire him. Hire us yep. again. And you're yep. like, listen, man. This guy's in my house. He won't shut up. It's really annoying me. But those people didn't fix anything. The truth is, I would look for a third plumber. Yeah, I'd look for it. Maybe I, I, I don't I can't know. Work with jerks. But if like we, we I mean, had the best, the best economy in to. generations, it was the best numbers of our lives. Also, like, I, like, I don't, I don't agree. I'm the best yeah. plumber, and I'm not even going to charge. And I'll give you a discount. <laughs> uh, the maybe the discount actually. Now we're talking. A jerk plumber, plumber that's good that gives me a discount. Yeah, I rehire him. Trump, Trump gave us some taxes. of the best economic numbers of our lives. And everybody was saying it, and yep. except for the Democrats, they don't want to admit it. Yep, but Jim Cramer on CNBC said it. Well, this is also the other thing um, with the, the the plumber analogy. Part of where it breaks down is with what I mentioned earlier: the people he insults are people who have contempt for us, and also people who politicians have not stood up to in the past. Like Republicans have always played ball with the media. Right. It's really disgusting, desperate, to be humiliating. Like, I want to be cool. Yeah, yeah. Please don't call, call me cool. mean names. <laughs> and uh, look where that got him. Mm-hmm. You know, Trump You're doesn't right. care. Peter Bema says, Biden, truth over lies. Funniest yards I've ever seen. Truth over lies. Recef says, Tim, Robert Barnstein said that he thinks that Nate Silver is purposefully, purposely telling pollsters to pump the poll numbers up for Biden so they can say Trump stole the election. That's funny. I don't buy Yeah, I don't buy I'm not into all the Nate Silver doesn't control the University of Texas polling. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that people pick polls, and especially people in the media pick polls that make it look like their candidate's going to win because they want to and they want to discourage people who would vote for the opposing candidate. So there's something nefarious there, but that's a little much. Hollowed by uh, by thy uh, Be Thy Game says, take some China sanctions and pay towards student debt. Love the show. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Let's see. Uh, Mackay Bree says, breaking now, ATF to redefine ARAK style pistols as falling under NFA. Follow military arms channel. This puts millions of owners at criminal risk. Massive political move to derail Trump. Why would that derail Trump? Trump would come out and be like, we're going to stop that. So, yeah. Trump would say, no, you can't do that, stupid. He there would actually come out and be like, we're going to ban bum stocks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was sad. I yeah. didn't like that very much. It's very rough. Callan Shaw oh, says, I've been told George Washington University is a real estate company that occasionally gives out diplomas. Yeah. Wow. Here's I'll... the thing about George Washington. I like presidents who didn't cut down a cherry tree. Okay, there you yeah, go. that's fair. Didn't, like didn't that. Abraham Lincoln do the same thing? I think it was the same story. Cut down his dad's cherry tree. Yeah. He's like, I, I planted more of them. And I oh, 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 oh. Callan Shaw goes on to say, also, Seamus is in fact a ray of sunshine. Oh, this is you. true. I'm glad somebody thinks 100%. so. 100%. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All of you. You're very kind. I'm going to tear up a little. Don't do it. Truth Seeker says, I'm in Wisconsin, left lib, voting red. I bet Wisconsin is closer than they think. I think their models are broken because inter- information exchange is too rapid. Yeah. And I also don't think I don't think they're, they understand how COVID affected predict a polling. Like, how do you predict what COVID did? Yeah, totally. If, listen, listen, That's listen. Fair. If in March, when they announced the lockdowns were coming, some some 26 year old dude went to you know his parents place he's like in new york city for college and he goes back to you know rural pa yeah and then registers there and stays there oh, that's a good point they, they're not pre- i was just thinking about mindset being changed it's just yeah people though, people have listen people have moved around so much across the country wow. we have no idea who registered who's voting where it's gonna oh. be weird man they're really saying weird. that they're saying that biden's up in texas for real that biden's polling higher than trump in texas sure he is that's really weird. Moved to the Texas. first time in 44 years Democrats would win Texas if they win Texas. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, look, 
uh, there's a lot at stake there. If Democrats start winning Texas, we got problems. This is trouble with Ted Cruz. The for polls a while. could be wrong because people, mostly the rich people, moved first. Mm. Rich people yep. in New York flee, right? That makes sense. Yeah, of course. They spread out in random directions. And then they write op-eds from their mansions in other cities and states about how New York isn't actually dead. Yep. But how many? No, but uh, the people who stayed are saying that. Mm. The people who fled are probably more likely to be conservative or right or more conservative, at least. No, I was making fun of Seinfeld. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if the wealthier people flee. I mean, actually, you know, I hit the back. The wealthier people are funding Biden. This could be bad for Trump. Mm-hmm. But I think it's fair to say the polls are really are probably off simply because throughout this whole past year, people have been moving to different locations. That people is who are, so wild. Yeah. yeah. We have no idea what's going to happen. Dang. Yeah. Nope. No, I, I do think I do think nope. I, I, I here, no here, predictions. Here, I'll, say, I'll tell you, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll give you my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Trump is going to win. I hope you're but right. But there's too. going to be a bunch of weird things happening with lawsuits and polls. And they're going to say Trump stole it. Um, everyone, just go out, vote for Trump, pray the rosary. Yep, there you go. That's my advice. Boom, done, nailed it. There you go. Excellent. Well, anyway, it's about 10.30. Seamus, yeah. thanks oh for hanging gosh. out. Thanks but, so uh, much for having me. It was but you're, but we're gonna, you're, you're, you're hanging out for quite a bit, so we're going yeah. to see a bit more of you. Yes. Yeah, you guys are going to have to keep putting up with me. So yes. And we're having, on the, on the third, there's going to be a really big party, so uh, we're having oh, people yeah. come out, and it's going to be, it's gonna, we're going to get weird with it. I think I need to catch my flight back. We are going to dance party. <laughs> I'm not we trying are, to get we, weird. Yeah, I don't know. We are going to have cameras. Lydia will cameras just like we're going to have yes. a wide shot. We're going to have random people. Yes. It's it's gonna be like I don't know I don't know exactly who's coming but you're gonna see like a famous YouTuber just like walk up and sit down and start talking to Shane. I do want to and cussing me out for the impression I did of them. Yeah, right. No one there is gonna like me, and we're gonna be watching anywhere like me. And you are gonna get to watch. The, the reaction when the when the final results of the night come in. We won't know who exactly won, but we'll perhaps idea. perhaps you'll see someone drop to their knees and scream no. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, this is what <laughs> I was so thinking. Funny. I was like, if, if I predict that Trump wins, then like a couple weeks from now, I'm going to be in like cringe comps going, no, screaming at the sky as That's Biden right. sworn in. <laughs> I, I am going to, if <laughs> Biden wins, I'm putting my feet up and I'm laughing, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm along for the ride, baby. I'm, yeah. yeah, like, what do you do? Do, do, you, do, do you can attain, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I would be very upset, but yeah, that's also sure, something that listen. would be out of my hands, right? Again, should just pray, live my life, but the, the, it would the, not the, the, the thrill big, me. The big difference, I More think. More children would die. More unborn children I, would be murdered. I, I was the, like, the when, big, oh, you I was going to say, the big difference between, I guess, like people like me and these people is that when Trump lost, I'm oh, sorry, when Trump won, when Hillary lost, they drop to their knees and they scream and they cry. And I'm just like, you, you ever see that, 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 that gif, the meme of the two women going, Oh my God. And the guy's going, yeah. Oh, I love yeah, that. I, I so. That's kind of what it's like. It's yeah, like if Biden won, I would just laugh because like the absurdity of life. First of all, you can't do anything if he wins. That's what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, I'm going to scream. No, what's the point? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like, well, we'll figure it out. We'll laugh. We'll have a good time. And, you know. I mean, if he defeats Abe Lincoln, I think it's civil war. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it would have to be, yeah. I'll go kayaking. That's right. This is one of the issues that actually uh, moderates and conservatives have is they go with the flow too often. Yep, that's And the, the left goes and burns down buildings. And, and we and, laugh at them, but they are winning the culture. With so so listen, listen. In New York... A cop got suspended for for saying MAGA twenty twenty over his bull, Trump twenty twenty over his over his bullhorn because people were screaming at him. They suspended him without pay. But when the top ranking guys took a knee for Black Lives Matter, they yep. got they got clapped and cheered for and all that stuff. Yeah. So that what happens is the left's willingness to burn down their cities means that the pathetic, spineless, you know, uh, whiny losers of the NYPD will give them whatever they want. Yeah, yeah but uh, Antifa's got to be careful. Like any rebellion. 
it burns for a little while, and, and then if it gets to be too much, the feds come in and annihilate it. Well, and so also, they've got to be careful. Well, and also the revolution eats its own children, right? I mean, all of the people who are out oh, in yeah. front yep. cheering for this. They're the first, the, they're they're the first, the to, first go. to go. And then the, the intelligentsia, those that fomented yep. the revolution and rallied them. Yep. And then people think it's counter-revolutionaries. It's like, mm. <clears throat> no, it's not. It's the revolution they're, they're, I mean, we're on, they're on the list. But yeah, the people who started the revolution are the biggest threat to those who seize power. Mm-hmm. So... You know, you can complain. Actually, there's subverter. No one wants the, even the subversive do not want subverters in their system. But think about this. If there was a revolution, they would actually entertain a show like this to prove they're actually not that bad. So, mm-hmm. oh, no, we allow them to speak because we don't, because we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. We don't go out. We don't march. We don't riot. It's no threat to them. It's just us talking and complaining and then going and I don't know, eating Cheetos or something. Then they're going out with torches. Eating diaritos. So. Diaritos. <laughs> anyway, I guess we'll see what happens on election day. So tune in. It's going to be a, a fun kind of open format thing. You know, I'll probably be just skating, hanging out because we got the well, I got the TV downstairs in the skate park. Now it's going to be epic. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, thanks for hanging out, Seamus. So yeah, thanks hope, for having me. We, we have you scheduled for another show sometime mm-hmm. this week. So mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be here. But uh, uh, you can follow Seamus Freedom Tunes on YouTube yeah, and I, uh, Twitter. Seamus yeah. Coughlin. Check me out, Freedom Tunes on Twitter. Yeah, it's spelled Seamus Coughlin, pronounced Seamus Coughlin, uh, at Seamus Coughlin on Twitter, or just look up oh, Freedom Tunes on Twitter, and I should here. be the first person that yeah. comes up. Bucko, Bucko came in because, it's, you know, he usually comes. Yeah, we're way over. Yeah, we're way over. Yeah. So uh, you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at TimCast, and you can check out my other YouTube channels, youtube.com slash TimCast, and youtube.com slash TimCast News. And don't forget, we are on all of the podcast platforms. That's correct. So you can go subscribe on your iTunes, your Spotify, or whatever as you kids are listening to today. And, uh, and of course, Ian Crossland has things you can follow. Everybody, I love you. You yeah, can man. follow me, Ian Crossland, on, uh, I love, I like Twitter, so get me there, and uh, all the other social networks I'm on. Oh, Pretty much. True. Is Buckle going to be on camera? He is. Yes, and He's then over there's, here with uh, me. I took a scratch so I could get him on the screen. You guys are it. welcome. You can follow Sour Patch Lids. Oh, I yes. I have pictures Bucko. of the cat sometimes. And oh, now go to Tim. Oh, snap. A, there he is. There's a cat. Get ready oh. to come to me. Oh. He's putting, his, he's putting his butt in this cat. <laughs> he's, he, he, what he, he's looking for water. Yeah. So he tries to find people's glasses and then he can see and drink from them. All right, he all just right. wants something to knock off the table, dude. Yeah. So That's, nice. what so. That's what they do. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Hey, We're going to have uh, clips up tomorrow. Woo. Show's live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Smash that like button on your way out. Go to Send Seamus. us your loves, comments. Go to Seamus real quick. Oh, I just want oh, a more bucko. Just, oh, he just ditched me. It was worth there it. Now go to Tim. Okay. All right. Wait, wait. Maybe I can get him to walk close enough to me. Oh, there's his butt. <laughs> on camera oh no Joy. oh no uh, we'll, goodbye, we will guys. we will see you all tomorrow um same time same well we're we're so we're scheduled to have on uh, uh a leftist youtuber yeah. i'm so excited. uh vosh yeah, i think it's pronounced say. and yeah. he's uh he's i think it'll be an interesting conversation yeah be fun cool see you all tomorrow everybody thanks for hanging out bye guys